Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. And this week, well, I think it goes without saying, we have a few words for the most recent patch for Final Fantasy XIV, patch 3.1, as goes light, so goes darkness. Dankness. But, oh, uh, what, dankness? You're saying that now, Sly? Yeah, I'm taking your thing. You're taking my thing? Okay, don't worry. I'll just yeah. make sure to take a thing, of, a thing or two of yours. But uh, so before we can talk about that, uh, let's introduce our host. You know me, Michael, Mr. Happy Poveromo. You know Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. You, my boy, Blue, a.k.a. I'm too tired to make a nickname for this guy right now. How you doing this week? How you doing this week, Sly? Tired. Tired? Yeah. We'll probably talk about being tired a lot this show. It could be... Uh, yeah. As goes light, so goes darkness, because I passed the fuck out. Um, and finally, we have a host who comes by, uh, you know, once a month. You know, sometimes he, uh, he comes by and uh, he, he shares with us his, his eternal wisdom. His name is the Lord Man, Ethis Asher. How you doing, Ethis? Hello. How are you all doing? Oh, I'm all right. I'm probably slightly less tired than you guys. Slightly yeah. less tired? Slightly. Yeah. You, you, well, ready for that, you ready for that carry, Ethis? You ready to carry us? Ready to carry you want, through this. Want to, want to buy well, you run guys, through you State guys of the, the Realm. You guys have been up all day doing it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You have been up all day doing it. You are absolutely correct. We have been. That's all right. That's it's, all right. It's been, uh, it's been a rough day. So much so that for the first time in I don't know how long I made a single cup of coffee. And I made it at this at this time just to get through the show. Wait, I've never done it before. Actually, you've that. never made coffee. That's not true. Show. I think patch 3.0, I did the same thing. I think whenever we have patch days, I make an extra cup of coffee for the show. I think yeah, so. Yeah, that was the that that coffee. That's, that was the day I said, fuck you on camera. On, yeah, before, like, when UPS got, got here. Yeah, I, that was that yeah, day. Yeah, I was about to say, Sly, when did that happen? Sly, you say that every day. Yeah, yeah that's pretty, true. Much, pretty much. To everyone. All right, so patch 3.1 hit today, guys. Now, I don't know what we've all accomplished. This, yeah, I know, right? It, it exists. If I believe it or not, Final Fantasy XIV does actually create content occasionally. Um, <laughs> but I don't know how far you guys have made it. I don't know what you guys have completed, what you guys have heard. We're just going to cover the big items, give our thoughts, give a score, what we'd like to see improved on these features in the future, whatever it is you got to say. Fair enough? And, and just a general reminder... We cannot talk about story because there are some people who have not done story. So we don't want to spoil it for them. So, uh, yeah, two-week embargo on story. We won't go into any real gritty details, even though we have Ethis here. And this is when we should do this, mm. but we can't. It just so happens that Ethis is here on the day where we don't allow spoilers. And Ethis... The worst part is, I we got on the phone call with him, and he said, "So, uh, spoilers." I was like, "None." He's like, "Damn it!" That's the one thing I know best: spoilers. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. I'll I'll have to vent them all on my own channel this afternoon. I'm like, 
At least it is an Oof. afternoon for you after this. It's a bedtime story and a pillow for me after this. <laughs> bedtime story? Yeah, I don't know. I'll listen to a bedtime That's what YouTube is. It's my bedtime stories. <laughs> I just watch YouTube videos. Helps me fall asleep. Uh, yeah, um, what's your favorite bedtime story? <laughs> your favorite bedtime story is the story of Boxman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going there. Oh, my God. Okay, so... We have a lot to cover. Now, it's it's ironic that with a no-spoiler week, the first thing I do want to ask about is the main story. Um, don't want any of the nitty-gritty. I just want a quick one-two on this one. What did you think? Lengthwise, how many quests it was? Was it there too much filler? Did you enjoy the time you spent doing it? Believe it or not, it's also the only thing I haven't done so far. It's bad. Ah. Damn, what story. I'll do it. I didn't want yep. to do it on stream because see, I was... that's what the embargo is actually about. You just don't plan on doing the story for the next two weeks. See, no, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do now. it soon. I just I didn't do it today because I don't want to spoil it on stream. See now, now we can actually say my three favorite words: do the story, do, do the story. story. Mike. Yeah, I am gonna there do the go. story. The story. I'm just not gonna spoil it today. <clears throat> but the story. While it was good, I felt it was cut short. I felt that it was rushed. Um, really good content within the story, but it's like a lot of these things happen so quickly, and then, bam, cuts off. Mm. But hasn't that always been the Final Fantasy XIV way of doing things? Like here's, Not really. Here are these events. Oh, and by the way, this important thing. Yeah, we're just going to leave that there for you right now. Not really, and what a lot of people are going to bring... Uh, to this is the amount of time it took to like make slash release 3.1 and then the amount of story that you're going to get they're going to correlate the two and say we should have gotten more for the amount of time y'all had to work on this and it, it's a fair point it's a fair point um but i still do think that the story that we did get is good like trust me you won't you the only thing you'll be disappointed is in is the link phrasing. But like other than that, it's a really good story. What do you think, Atlas? So I'm still laughing at the link. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I pretty much agree with that. So again, the pacing was very different to previous patches. And it's because they're trying to trim out, uh, you know, the dungeons and the the uh, trials and all of that, put them in other things to make it, you know, easy to get through or whatever. Um, and you can sort of choose your own thing. Because a lot of people were complaining, like, all the way through A Realm Reborn that before they could do anything else in a new patch, they had to grind out this story or, God forbid, you'd have to do story. Um, so in terms in terms of Rushed, and in terms of the time that they spend on it, well, they didn't really spend any more time on it than they did on any other patch. That's kind of been the whole the whole point, right? right. Um, that said, it was disappointing that we didn't really get that much. It didn't. I don't know. I, I was I was left just feeling hungry. You know what I mean? How yeah. how long was it? I haven't like I said I haven't done it. How long minutes. did it take you? Ninety minutes to watch minutes. the cutscene. I, I was, yeah, ninety minutes. I was to going like... very slowly. I was talking to everyone that I could, like in between cutscenes and stuff like that. Um, and it was ninety minutes, so it was very short. Yeah. Um, and there there's some interesting things in there. Like there's some really cool cutscenes. Uh, there's some interesting new sort of tidbits of lore um, and little sort of teasers. 
regarding where where we're going next and all that. But it was still just it was so little. It was so little. I feel like a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, I'll say a lot. A lot of stuff was put on the chopping block. There were certain. We all had a lot of questions after 3.0, like regular 3.0. Um, mm. I felt like this was this was the kind of forum to answer all these questions. Not really everything at once, but a lot of questions deal with a lot of things. Um, there were certain um, key players in the story that weren't even there. And I'm not mm. talking about no missing persons we won't tell you who but certain key players that really i thought were going to be there and they weren't mm. so yeah you're right very few of those unanswered questions have um really been moved any further they're sort of still everything's still sort of up in the air mm-hmm. um and and at the same time like the whole as goes light so goes darkness we were almost expecting like some really bad shit to go down. You know what I mean? And it's like, we've had this big triumph and now, you know, is Nidhogg going to do X, Y again? Mm-hmm. Not going to spoil anything, but I feel like I was expecting there to be some sort of twist or some sort of horrible thing happening. And it didn't really deliver as far as I'm concerned. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel like go on, Haps. I was going to say, even if something did bad did happen, they would just undo it a patch later, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They're yeah. going to do, do it a patch later. Um, and that's another, <clears throat> you know, that's another three months. Um, no, I mean, undo it. I was talking about them killing all the science. Oh, no, undo. not necessarily. Oh. Okay. Not necessarily. Yeah, they usually wait till the I start. I start's coming back, I have a feeling. Mm. Here's don't, the thing, don't, like, don't give we... me false hope, Haps. No, no, that's not going to happen. Don't no. give me false hope. That's not going to happen. Not even, not even going to entertain that. Um, so at the end of 3.0, we were all like really hyped up on the story. At least I was anyway. Um, you know, it had really escalated to a point. And the thing is like three months, that's, that's enough for like a lot of people to sort of lose that hype and sort of lose interest a little bit. Five months, obviously that's, that's a much longer time. And a lot of the impact of the end of Heaven's Ward was already lost by now. And they kind of had an opportunity to sort of maybe build it back somewhat. And I don't, I don't know if they really did that to much of an extent. I've got a feeling, I've got a feeling at the moment. So we're taking out the trials and we're taking out the dungeons out of our main scenario quests. Is there no reason why we couldn't do something like before the fall part one and part two, just consistently, like have story on every half patch? Well, I'm sure if we gave them that feedback, they would accept it. Because here's the thing that mm. that I think it's sure a lot of people look at the patch length and see like how long it took for 3.1 to get here, and they think why wasn't this longer? It couldn't be longer because they already knew this was what the story was for 3.1 before, well before they knew it was going to be a four and a half, five month break before the next yeah, patch. Of so it's not yeah. like they could have just magically formulated more plots or you know different cutscenes to in there because then they have to worry about how that works with everything else um i just i don't even look at it like i waited x amount of time for the cutscene for these cutscenes for this continuation i look at it as did they just cut out all the filler and give us the cutscenes without making us do stupid shit quests like they did for almost all of a realm reborn yeah i'll agree that it, like i don't think there was really any filler in 
any of the story quests at all. Like it was, it was like just pretty much cut and dry story. There, there weren't really any. It didn't really feel fetchy. It didn't feel like, okay, here's story. Then we're gonna throw some moogles at you. Like nothing like that. It, Thank the Lord they didn't throw moogles <laughs> at us. It actually felt worthwhile, but still short. Okay, fair enough. I just have one final question since I haven't done the main story. At this, what the hell are you? That face you're making. I like Philo. I like Philo. So you're a big fan of Dragon Ball Z. I loved. I, I no. Not that type of filler, but all, all the filler through A Realm Reborn that everyone's complaining about, I fucking loved it. That's the Moogle where, Quest, that's where, that's as you guys you know, your... we've talked about this, I fucking loved it. That's because that's your source material, though. Sure, but, you know. <laughs> that's where, it's not, it's that's not where only we... interesting to me because I'm producing content on it. I'm producing no, no, content I'm... on it because it's interesting. I'm saying that's what comes back to bite me in the ass. I don't mm. like filler. I don't like the mm. filler. I just like to get through it. I don't give a shit about it. And then the next A or Zivia that comes comes our way. I'll um, win again. You'll win again, probably, <laughs> because you'll probably pay more attention probably. to the filler than I do. Because I don't like filler. Or I'll but just have always, on my team again. The problem is you approach it and you think of it as filler. You sort of give it that label rather than, wow, look, here's all of this awesome, you know, side quest, world building sort of stuff. Who you know what I mean? in the blue hell said that about Moogles? Come on, raise your hands. He did. Words. He did. Remember when I we, remember when we brought him on? It. Yeah, remember? He was like, it. I thought it was, it was really funny because they were making fun yeah. of MMO quests. It's like, great. Yeah, it was, make fun of them and don't right. do them ever again. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, all right, so, okay, I have one very important question. I know I said no spoilers, but I need a simple yes or no question. Okay. Are we going to the moon? No. No. Damn it. No, we are, no it's never happening. <laughs> it's not happening. But I, I'll admit something. I'll admit something um, in a sort of in kind of near the end cut scene of something. When mm -hmm. I saw the backdrop, I was like, I I got I got pretty hyped for a second because I was like, "F this is gonna eat his shit if it actually does it," and it didn't. No, no, yeah. It didn't. Yeah, we're going there. Okay, got it. No, I actually seem to think that this is this uh, is gonna follow more along the story of. I wouldn't actually be surprised at this point, and I don't feel like this is a spoiler because this goes back to a realm reborn. I wouldn't be surprised to see X Death appear. In all honesty, at this point, I think that the story. Yeah, no, no. I think the story at this point literally is Final Fantasy V story because uh, going back to Baldessian, it's exactly the same way X Death absorbed. Like, you know how in Final Fantasy, and I just finished, like, almost finished Final Fantasy V again. You're so talking about what happened at the Isle of Val. Isle, Isle of Val, and, and, and because it's 2.1. And it's the students of Baldessian, Galof Baldessian yeah. and, and Kururu Baldessian, both mm. being people, grandfather, all those references. Just the way the island disappeared makes me think X Death. And I don't want it to be X-Death, but it, it, if there's a tree, if we find out the Yggdrasil is, like, in Dravania somewhere, then, then X-Death is definitely going to rear Yggdrasil was just in Dravania, it would be tearing over somehow. We would have seen it by now, I yeah. think. <laughs> no, it's underground. The dragons, the dragons buried it. They were oh, afraid. yeah. Totally. I called yeah. it. Just going to say I called it if it happened. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Anyway. I don't have a problem with it. So we're going to move on from the main story, and we're going to kind of work our way up the content ladder with this one. 
Um, we're going to talk about first the new dungeons, the Saint Mochian's Arboretum, if I'm not mistaken. I don't believe it's Mochiane. I'm pretty sure it's Mochian or something it's like that. It's double C, isn't it? I think it's only one C one double C. N. Then it should be Mosian. Mosian. There you go. Saint, that sounds yeah. better, honestly. If it was if it was two C's, it would be Chi. See, this is why we bring Ethos on for these shows because he knows. I might be wrong, but but that's sort of. Yeah, I. You sound smart while being wrong, so it's better than us. <laughs> <laughs> we just sound dumb while trying to be right. <laughs> Saint Macchiato. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so Saint Mosian's Arboretum and Pharaoh Series Hard Mode. <clears throat> I have to say, Pharaoh Series Hard Mode is my new Never Reap. I don't like it. Oh, really? I don't like Pharaoh Series Hard Mode. Why not? I all. actually preferred it over uh, Mosian. I love Mosian in comparison to, to Pharaoh's. Hated. Well, I love Mosian to a point. And then, like, I just hated it. I hated Mosian. See, I didn't like. So, these dungeons, first of all, Ethis, you're not, you're being quiet over there. Have you done the new dungeons? Nope. 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 So, I slept last night. Oh, that's, <laughs> that, that's your problem right there. What's well, um, exam week? I've got a fucking pile of papers this high to do. Yeah, and it better be on Eorzea. So, uh, <laughs> to write a thesis in that. Um, so. For me, let's talk about St. Mosians uh, first. I can see why they said this may have been too difficult in their initial tuning. Because they apparently well, they nerfed, nerfed, it, didn't they? They nerfed the yeah, hell out of it before it, it launched. And this they were both pretty mechanically heavy. Um, yeah. But the mechanics at the same time were manageable enough yeah. to a point. Where you could kind of tell that at some point, this fight probably sucked. Like, really bad. Mm. Especially... Especially fucking Belladonna. Yeah, Belladonna is definitely what comes to mind. It's a simple Ugh. fight, but you can tell that at some point it was much worse. And see, it's, it's the simplest shit about Belladonna, but it got me so bad. Okay, the middle of the ring. When when the little um, AoEs come out, the middle of the, Like, I had to squint to tell, is, is the middle being affected? or Because it kind, the colors kind of mesh together. Yeah. So So it was like... It's kind of hard to tell. Why the fuck am I taking... Oh, it, it is. It yeah, is. all so of a sudden, it, yeah. Yeah. So. And speaking of which, what do you think of the new AoE indicators? These were strange to me because I've seen both the old AoE indicators and the new AoE indicators. There's new ones. At this, have you seen any of the new ones? I'm running into someone's AoE right now. Come on. <laughs> Come on. No, it's an old one. So apparently the AoEs are broken up into tiers now, depending on their effect. Depending on severity. Severity, yeah. So the very severe ones take on a... It's less of a glowing... I'm fucking colorblind, so prepare to laugh at me. A glowing... <laughs> a, a, like like, a, a, like a, a bright green, which is like the old ones. That's how they look to me. It was like a bright green. Mm-hmm. Um, what... Fuck you, at this. What color was it? <laughs> We're talking about, like, enemy AoEs. Yeah. Yeah, orange, orange. Really? orange. No, orange. No, the new ones are orange. <laughs> new ones are like oh, more God. reddish. So, so what we know is <laughs> that the new the ones topic. are definitely not orange. <laughs> okay. No, the new ones are orange. Okay. Um, okay. I don't know. There's yeah. There's new AOE indicators. I I I don't know that this was necessary, but if they are truly tiered based on severity, which is the impression I got, because I saw one enemy have two different 
looking AOEs. Yep. Um, I think that you should be dodging all of them. Now, now people are just going to be like, all right, well, now only have to dodge the severe ones. <laughs> yeah. So this is the one the black mage can stand in. The fucking healer's problem. Yeah. Like that shouldn't that shouldn't matter. It's like, oh, I got hit by that AOE. Oh, I didn't know it was going to kill me. Please, devs, can you make an extra AOE that tells me that it's going to fucking hey, kill? Hey, me? as a black a different hey, color, a different color, so to speak. That's. Yeah, that's that's just pandering to lazy fucking. No, it's pandering to black they, are they mages. Are they easy to see for you, happy? Are they easier for you to see the more severe uh, ones? Yes, when they're stacked on top of each other, they are. All but right, well, yeah. maybe maybe they were going for a colorblind thing. No, I think it was they said they changed some of them to make the areas that they affect more clear. I don't know right. what that means. So but they already they did that in what was it two point two? They changed them. They were I quite think it was two point one red. No, I don't think it was 2.1. No, it wasn't 2.1 because uh, I've, I've got footage of 2.1 where they're still the old ones. I think it must have been 2.15 uh, or 2.2. But they already changed them, and, and I don't have a problem with how they are now. I don't have a problem with them changing it again, but it just seems like it's just weird, isn't it? It is weird yeah. for me because eventually they don't use the traditional colors anyway. They have the, the mm. AoEs have their own like protein waves and stuff. They just, they're their own thing. They don't even use mm. the regular AOE indicators, so they're just making AOE yeah. indicators for everything. Mm. Um, but Saint Saint uh, Mosians, um, which dungeon do you think is faster? Do you think Saint Mosians is faster, Sly, or do you think that Pharaoh series is faster? I had this debate with a few people earlier. Honestly, thought that we we ran Pharaohs a little bit faster than we yeah. did um, Saint Mosian. I had, I you know what? It's really weird. I feel like Pharos is the shorter dungeon. I feel like it took longer to run, though. And then again, I'm a ninja. My AoE's what? ass, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> my AoE's ass is ninja. So So why did you why did you hate Pharos? What's wrong with Pharos? Yeah, what's okay, wrong with Pharos? So, okay, let me just say the highlight for Pharos for me is the first boss. I think the first boss was good fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was, uh, like, the Jailer mechanics. Jailer of Fortitude was fun. Yeah, the mechanics were very interesting for the first boss. You know what was interesting to me? Uh, all of his animations were ripped right from Final Fantasy XI because he's a boss that takes on a Hume in Final Fantasy XI, and he even uses the same uh, weapon skill animation. I think it's even called Vorpal Blade. <laughs> I, don't even know. I thought that was pretty funny, but uh, all those models were borrowed from Final Fantasy XI the, the, from a, one of the endgame areas. Um, the second boss... But... The second boss was just... That was where I lost it. So... Right. You had to kill slimes on top of vents. Uh -huh. The problem was when the vents weren't covered, I didn't, I didn't feel like they were doing anything in the first place. I couldn't tell what the actual vents on the ground were doing. I thought they were just amping the boss. I, that's the only thing I could think of, but like the damage was completely manageable. It was a little higher, but even then I was just like... What is the one thing that was annoying is the boss charging back and forth. He did a yeah. metric fuck ton of damage. I, like if you had those things there, but it was just such a, a subtle mechanic. It felt like this is a mechanic I can see people in the duty finder their first time. Like they're just they'll just see it and think it's scenery. Here's what I like. Here's the parallel I drew from it, um, because at the end I felt like everything got crazy. There were a fucking like a fuck ton of slimes. I just said fuck it. Just DPS him down. Yeah. I felt like he... There was a Zerg boss in the original Pharaoh series. Okay, he's just... nothing like the, the, the Zerg boss. Okay, he's nothing like it, but at the same time, I was like, just, just fucking DPS him down. 
he's he's not really a Zerg boss, but like in the end, when shit got a little bit too hairy, I just DPS him down. Don't worry about the vents, everything. Just DPS him down. I think what took the longest and what I liked least was the pull before the last boss. There's a bunch of walls that you have to protect from being knocked down. Mm-hmm. I first of all, I don't know what happens if they knock the walls down. Yeah, I didn't fail. We didn't fail it, so I couldn't see what exactly the kind of penalty was for it. But it just there was just fucking enemies all over the place, and they were dying slow because Ninja is ass. So I don't. It was just I don't know. It didn't. It, it just felt like really all of a sudden, like all over the place, but without any real reason to be all over the place, as opposed to. You know, this enemy's here, this enemy's here. It's nice that it wasn't just, there's a pack here, pull that pack. There's a pack here, pull that pack. But it just felt like there was a lack of direction at some points in Pharaoh Sirius. And I don't mind lack of direction as long as it's facilitated well. I just didn't feel like Pharaoh's um, Pharos as a dungeon was put together quite the way it could have been. I'm glad we went to a new area, and I think the last boss was pretty funny. Uh, we're renaming the last boss, by the way, Bomb Cena. Um, because... <laughs> oh, even even though it's even though it's mom bomb, even though it's not a male bomb, it's mom bomb. Mm-hmm. Somebody in my chat called her, called her bomb Cena, so her name is now officially bomb Cena. So whenever she's whenever she's about to charge up her AOE, just play the just play the clip. And her name is bomb Cena. <laughs> yep. Just when she when she bursts out. No, no. When she bursts out of the furnace the first time. That's where you do it. Like when like with Alexander when um he's about to drop his hand for the first time, you just do turn down for what and as soon as his hand hits the that's ground, the that's that's the beat drop right there. That's exactly what you need to do. Uh overall though, I'd say I like these dungeons better than Fractal Nevery, but that could just be me being sick of Fractal Nevery <laughs> and being like I think it's that's new. a lot of people being sick of Fractal Nevery. We're going to get probably get tired of this too. And again, we only have two dungeons. Okay, so here's the we have pros and cons now though. I want I want I want Ethis's opinion on this first. Do would you have rather have had one roulette with four dungeons or two roulettes that both give esoterics and bonuses daily, but they're only two dungeons each? This is a fair there's no just Definitely I, would have preferred one. One, one roulette. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm like I'm on the fence because I like the fact that we have two roulettes, but I don't like mm. the fact that Never Reap is in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> because now ultimately i still have a 50 percent chance of getting never reap at the end of the day <laughs> well the thing the thing is when when we get our new dungeons it usually doesn't take all that long to kind of feel nostalgic for the ones that we were sick of not a few weeks ago you know what i mean i feel like having no a bigger pool would be better no one's gonna feel nostalgic know. for never rape sorry <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> I um, give it a couple months. You have memories. Just yeah, let me just let me, do, let me just remind you. Let me just remember. Just let me just re- remember you. Let me just remind you that Final Fantasy XI. I have nothing but poor memories of that game, and yet I still smile when I tell them. So you think that the nostalgia is only there until you go back into the dungeon? Pretty much. I think it's there you until never, you, you never run like old dungeons from like two point oh two point one. You're like yeah. For awesome. shits and gigs, sure. Sometimes it's nice, like, 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 I remember, uh, doing high level, doing level 50 roulette. When I get aimed to pour, keep normal. 
I'm actually yeah. generally like happy that I got that. Yeah, but that's because that dungeon's piss easy, not because I'm nostalgic about it. Yeah, but we still had to slam the shit out of it yeah. for uh, philosophy. And Wanderer's Palace, too. Like, the very first dungeons, yeah. I, the problem was those dungeons were a lot less flashy. They were kind of just simple run through them and done with them. Whereas Never Reach yeah, bosses are pretty friggin' annoying. We were yeah. cheesing Amdapur Keep from week one. Like, that's the problem. Well, Amdapur Keep was cheesy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quite cheesy. <laughs> All right, so Sly, since you're the one who did them, what would you rate the new dungeons? Each of them on their own individual score. Uh, Theros, Theros gets a. I'll give it an eight point five. I'll give it a give it a decimal. I'll give it the decimal. Oh shit, a decimal. Yeah. Uh, eight point five. Wow. We're not in, we're not integers anymore, baby. Mm -mm. Uh, now, I actually still prefer old Theros. Um, See, is that the nostalgia? That's not really the nostalgia, though. It's just Pharos was, to me, one of the best dungeons. Pharos, the original really? Pharos pre-nerf, yes. was one of their best-made dungeons, I agree. Yeah. The pre-nerf original Pharos. Not just because it was hard, but because it was moderately challenging without being over the top. Minus the first boss, mm. which could be a pain. Uh, St. Mosian's, I give... I give a six. Really? Six. See, I really like St. Mosion's. Okay, here's the thing. Here's a here's another thing that really got me about St. Mosion's. That music is too goddamn calm. <laughs> like the but whole But that's what like, I but see I love that about Lost City. Like Lost City is this Yeah, this Lost destroyed, City is amazing. This destroyed civilization and it's almost it's almost uh metaphorical and like I felt that I felt like that's gathering music to me. I'm like Fuck is up with this well, there's a lot so of you're plants giving, you're there. Giving it a six because he didn't like the soundtrack. And we no IGN no. now, boys. <laughs> oh, bad music, six out of ten. Got it. No, it's not even that. It's just um, that fucking Belladonna. Um, the the rose garden. The rose garden felt simple. It 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 was just. It was just a morble. It was just another morble that had little morbles to me. It, it was it was a simple fight. The Queen Hawk, that actually was the most interesting out of the three fights to me was the Queen Hawk. See, I like Belladonna. See, Sly, this is the, I think this is the patch where we Sly and I disagree the most on things. Cause we, I've never, I've never disagreed with Sly more about dungeons before. Like these fucking dungeons. Like I give, I actually give Saints a nine. That's I loved Saint Mosion's Arboretum. Wow. I would very gladly run that dungeon like like I remember the first time I did Never Reap, I was like, oh. Okay. That was really fucking annoying, but okay. By the time I was done with Saint Mosion's, I was like, cool. That was I enjoyed that was fast. That was the bosses were some were simple, some were more complex. Music's good. And the aesthetic was great. What's the last dungeon that you that you felt that? That's a tough one. I think it may have been... Believe it or not, even though a lot of people hate the last boss, I loved Holebreaker. Because it was just mm. so vastly different and more interesting mm. to me. As a dungeon, traps with you know traps on the ground, avoidable mobs, you know, felt more open. Uh, funnier bosses on top of funner bosses. Okay. 
that was the first dungeon where we were introduced to the verticality of like jumping down a cliff and being like, uh, where do I go from here? Do I just jump? Oh yeah, that's true. So, and also Horn. the Kraken, the initial impression with the Kraken was it was quite a different fight. Obviously seeing him the second time, I didn't care. Wait, but. did, um, See? did Sunken Temple come out before Hallbreaker? Speaking of which guys, so I don't know if it's, I don't know when that's they're fixing question. it. Sunken Temple's bugged right now. Don't do it. Uh, uh okay. Karn hard mode is bugged okay. right now. Oh, the you know the ad that grabs you to do the AOE it never lets go even yeah. if you kill it you're permanently stunned. What? There's no you can't and unless it kill and the AOE's not strong enough to kill you to get you out of it so you're stunned. Uh, that's it you're done. And you're hilarious. in combat so you can't return you can't teleport you can't leave. When the fuck did that happen today? Oh you guys don't know about do you guys know about the manipulator bug? You can fluid no. aura the manipulator and knock him off <laughs> his spawn point and you can interrupt pentacles with it. <laughs> there's a lot oh, of bugs right there, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of bugs, bugs right that now. i'm hearing about today. but the fluid aura of the manipulator is fucking hilarious and the so fact that you can use it to interrupt tonight so you guys were tired of him because he wasn't moving right there you go move him it was a buff <laughs> <laughs> it was a buff <laughs> Uh, and then I give I give Pharos I still give uh, Pharos a seven point five. Um, I really liked the 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 first boss and the last boss, and I liked the first couple of trash pulls. I still love the music. I'll never stop loving Pharos's music, and I like that we started at the top. Now we're here at the bottom. Uh, it was kind of the opposite of the first one, so I uh, I appreciated the effort, and it was definitely nice to go back there. I. Uh, and somebody brought up a good question about the music. If we killed the siren in the original Pharaohs, who the fuck is singing? <laughs> it's just background music. Sly, shut up. It's me. We don't <laughs> actually hear that music in the game. That's for us as players. But didn't you hear the siren in... That was the purpose My of the... immersion. They record... You know, it's, there's a boss with an attack called immersion. And the whole time I was like, no, you're ruining my immersion. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, I dodge it? Like... <laughs> No, I want the immersion. And it's funny um, because that's going to be... I would ask at this what his score is, but he doesn't fucking know. So <laughs> No, I don't fucking know. He doesn't I'm, know I'm gonna, anything. Well, here's the problem. You're going to ask me my score for anything in this game. I, I force myself to love it. Like, it's always going to be like a 9 or a 10. I just can't. Like, such a bad person to ask for scores. Um, when, you, when you were talking about Ferris, and now we're going from top to bottom, I, um, I thought you were going to pull out a, a metaphor there for us. I thought you were going to uh, to make a link somewhere. No? A lore link or a pun? Uh, oh, a pun, I suppose. Well, I the, started from the bottom, now we're here. I did the opposite. Started from the top, now we're here. That, was, that yeah. was the only thing I did. Something like, you know, it's a lighthouse and something about the bottom being kind of dark. Dank? I'm not catching As it. goes light. So goes dankness. Oh, come on. I know what you mean by now. But the lighthouse, it's the, no one even uses it. it. It's just, it's got bad dudes in there. But Yoshi was pulling that one out. He was like, oh, yeah, the as goes light, so as goes darkness. It's like not so much about the story. It's about all of the things Everything. that happen. Sort of a metaphor for all the things in this patch being sort of inverted and tipped on their head. Everything. So Everything. Or for lighting. Well, if we're going to talk about light, we might as well talk about darkness because the void arc is next, or the dank arc, as I've been calling it all day. Oh, that segue. Damn. Yes. 
Yeah, I had that planned. I knew you were going to go there, so I planned it like five minutes ago. Oh, just so IGN you know. 10 out of 10. Yeah, there we go. So uh, the Void Arc is the new 24-man raid. When I use the term raid lightly. Um, it is probably my favorite. I, I, I think I like the Void Arc more than all of Crystal Tower combined aesthetically. Agreed. I, I'll Well, aesthetically, yes, but I think more lore-wise, I, I like the... I think it had a better lore, better story than all of Crystal yes. Tower. The, well, the thing is, a Crystal yes. Tower could never have a good story because ultimately it was how did they take Final Fantasy three and put it into this game? Yeah. No matter no. what they did, it had a good story. They, they, it they, had a good story. They, they made had it a its decent own story. Like very it had a decent it. story. They made it its own thing, and they did a good job with that. But ultimately, mm -hmm. every single point that it draws draws from Final Fantasy three as its inspiration. It it didn't. It felt as yeah, inventive yeah. as it needed to be, but not as original because it wasn't. Yeah, and I felt like it just hit us in the nostalgia, and that was it. Yeah, and you think this feels purely original? Not no. pure, I mean, not purely original because there, there are, um, I mean, references. References. We're getting, but it's yeah, but but it feels like it belongs in this world. Like this is mm -hmm. this is a story that belongs to Eorzea. It doesn't feel like it. We go into it knowing that yeah, there's going to be references. Yeah, there's going to be some Final Fantasy fandom, but it is a story that belongs in Eorzea. It's not something that was dragged from another game and just kind of stuck in there with whatever Eorzean we could fit, like making the Crystal Tower Allegan, for example. Uh, but the Void Arc. So, four bosses, like usual. Before we even talk about them, I gotta say thank you, Square Enix, for making each boss drop two pieces of loot instead of one. Mm. But it looks like the, lo the loot tables are random. I can't tell yet, but I've seen the same piece drop from multiple bosses in the same good. run over and over yeah, again. Good. That means people aren't going to uh, quit as soon as they get their drop. Well, it just means they might get it on the first boss instead of having to go all the way through to the last. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was, it was a lot better. Uh, the dungeon was paced well. The trash was more interesting, I felt. The bosses, though... I don't know that they were trying outside of the second and like the second and third boss. They tried a little. The fourth boss and the first boss, though. They just said, "Here's a giant. Here's a giant trash mob. Take, kill it. Whatever, however long it takes." <laughs> that manta ray. I don't know. The manta ray was like I was like, "Why is this a boss?" Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. So, 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 so you're saying you said they they tried a little with the second and third boss. The second boss was probably the most interesting boss. Ermisul and Sawtooth? Uh, yeah, Ermisul and Sawtooth were probably... Um, from a lore perspective, the third boss is probably going to be pretty interesting. Yeah. From yeah. a mechanical perspective, it was more of a... Are you, are you paying attention? Good? All right. There we go. Which is... It's not like the 24 minutes have ever been more than that, but these felt less, in, less inspired and less interesting to me overall than the world of darkness bosses so what are you saying is as mm. a as a raid um story wise story wise it was all there but all there mechanics and dungeon wise it just didn't seem it, it felt like we went back to somewhere between labyrinth of the ancients and circus tower in terms of what it what it was like getting through it like it was great to run through it because there was fucking just long stretches of no enemies where you can see things happening Mm -hmm. and that's cool 
but the bosses were so boring. <laughs> so less less challenging than Alex normal. Mm, I guess it depends. I think that's a big question. The big question to me is, what's it like having seven people that have no idea what they're doing versus twenty three people that have no idea what they're doing? Mm. Yeah, sometimes that can make the the these bosses look harder just from a pure human error perspective okay i think i think the manipulator is still harder the the regular manipulator is still harder but the rest of them are probably about right. even i'd say about even with alexander normal do you think it's going to scratch the itch do you think it's going to keep uh casual players interested over the length of the patch solely for the reason of uh gobcoat and gobplun yeah, that was probably the thing. Yeah, but are they best. going to be going, oh, I have to go in and do it again? Or are they, are they still going to be engaging with it? Well, that, that's, that's, so that's the thing. For your actual loot, you have to run it whatever, how many times. But you can mm. just run it once a week and guarantee yourself the coat or the twine. Because the final boss drops an item that you trade in for either a coat or a twine. Mm -hmm. And it just drops yeah. to everyone. I'm saying it's, it dropped, every, all 24 people get this completion item. And they can just go hand it in for a coat or a twine. So there are people who will probably just run it once for the 210 upgrades to get all their stuff while ignoring the 200 stuff. And mm -hmm. there's going to be people who run it because they want the glamour or they want to gear alternate jobs. I think it will ultimately collect the itch. I will say, though, I kind of got lucky. And I have it done on both characters for the week. So, <laughs> Shit, that was quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, the second one was weird because um, I saw... And you still haven't done your story. No, I still haven't done the main story. But... <laughs> The second, the second time I did it was really weird because there was a monk in the group that was, like, very low-geared. And I was like, all right, the monk doesn't have a lot of gear. He'll probably take this body piece. And he types, fuck you, happy leaves, and I get the body piece. So <laughs> what? that's how I got my monk body from... Uh... What? Did he think that you were going to steal it from him? I, I could only greet it. He could need it. I couldn't, I couldn't need it. That was ult I was on bard. He was on monk. He just said, fuck you, happy left. And I got it. What? I was like, all right, I'll probably just have to run this again tomorrow or something. Oh, <laughs> okay. Fuck? Yeah, that just seems... <laughs> what? Okay. All right, thanks for the body piece. That was yeah, great. Done for the week. Thank you. Uh, fuck you. Uh, fuck you, Happy. Thanks. I never thought I'd say thank you to that. Yeah. Because I got a body piece I, I, That just doesn't <laughs> seem like the, the, like the proper reaction to it. Um... Maybe he had an SO body. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, but Void Arc overall, I think it fits the Duty Finder very well. I think mm -hmm. that it's probably the highest success rate of everything. Every, like, every Crystal Tower raid and Void Arc, it probably has is going to have the highest success rate for people going in the first time. Really? Yeah. Because you don't have stupid shit like Bone Dragon and uh, an Atomos. Oh. And... I suppose that makes sense. Yeah. But the, the it poison used to be a thing for like new players as well, right? Like Labyrinth of the Ancients, and then you had Crystal Tower, sort of a step up. World of Darkness was sort of a step up. Whereas a lot of people coming into Void Arc have never done those, right? Can right. you assume that? Right. Yeah. So it's it's another place to sort of learn your job, I guess. I mean, essentially, the first time I ran it, uh, with each step, it was probably you know wipe once, learn from it come back clear it you know yeah it's rather repeat mm. it was it was easy to tell where the fault was so much so mm -hmm. to the point where even the players that didn't seem like they cared were able to you know kind just take an experience once and just you know learn from it and also the the second 
the pull between the trash pull between the first and the second boss that was probably the hardest part of the entire dungeon to get people the, the get poison people. room the poison room yeah so many people like hey kill the pods Don't no so many people i think the first our first run so many people just stayed at the start yeah they saw the marble stayed at the start like you do realize there are two other pods yeah and it's somebody even like i think somebody who actually did it all like before politely put a b and c and everybody was still at a I was like, yeah. and I was the only, I was the only asshole to run towards B because I was in Alliance B. I was like, where the fuck is everybody? Smack. And I'm just glad someone <laughs> brings this up. I'm so glad that we don't have the, the, okay, so sort of glad, sort of not. So we've had one tank, two healer, five DPS and Circus Tower at this point. Mm -hmm. Tanks are not happy. Tanks don't want to be, have to be lazy in the dungeon. But their cues are shit. Yeah, I've I've been getting a lot of complaints from tanks uh, about the cues. Really? Forty-five minute wait time in queue. Should I do something else, Sly? I got in. I I got in with a group of eight immediately within within five seconds. I got, went in with a healer and got in within five seconds. I'm afraid to go in with a tank because because there's only three tank slots and tanking has become a bit more popular in this patch. It's causing long tank long uh tank use because there's only three slots available yeah mm. so i'm curious i mean the same problem happened with world of darkness i remember people were tanks were complaining back then but it wasn't 40 minutes it was 15 minutes but since dank nights out people are in tanks a lot so welcome the dps queues tanks you're welcome deal with it i think it's a bit it's a bit early to say i mean a lot of people still got to unlock it um i wouldn't called sort of the the first day at all representative of what the the experience for tanks is going to be like if well, they're was, still complaining in like a week or two then it was weird because know, i remember like, world of darkness tanks had good cues for a pretty long time and then eventually it fell to the wayside probably because everyone mm. was like i want tank you all right never mind tank you sucks <laughs> right. and then it went mm. back and forth i don't know mm. uh but i okay sly since i know i don't get to ask at this any of these questions sly mm. what would you rate void arc Solid eight. Solid eight. I would give it the same score. Yeah. Ooh. I think the lore... I can read the story. I believe the story is going to be phenomenal. Yes. I think the bosses are far more visually appealing than any of the bosses we got back in any of the Crystal Tower raids. And I, I, I'm infinitely more interested in the Void Arc. I just ultimately feel the bosses were a bit unimaginative. Yeah. I can... I can in terms of mechanics... I, yeah, in terms of mechanics, I can agree with you there. I'm actually interested to see the story not only on the um, Miyachi side, but the the Sky Pirate side as well, because like both are really interesting. Like, I think I'm drawing more to the Sky Pirate side than I am the whole Void Diablo side. I, I'm stopping them from saying so much right now, guys. Yes. Lore-wise, you have no idea. Ethis has a connection he wants to talk about in depth that you're going to have oh, to look out for God, on his YouTube channel. I got so much. Yes. I got so much for it. All, 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 all he would, all I agreed that he could talk about was that it had to do with the third boss. Yeah, it has to do with the third boss and the previous boss that we've seen and another name that's in there somewhere and something we've seen in some artwork somewhere. I've put all those things together and I'm pretty sure I know what the, the next You got it figured out. He's got to figure it out. So I look forward to that. Illuminati confirmed. Um, got it. 
Can you can you say Sly without spoiling why you're sort of why you find the Sky Pirates more interesting? Is it just because they're pirates and you know Sky Pirates? Not really that. I mean, Sky Pirates are pretty cool. They are. They are. I mean, the Void um, thing's kind of played out. Like we've already been there, you know. We've already been we got there. enough edge lords. You know, I thought it was interesting that the missing boss from World of Darkness they used for the Void Arc. Because in Final Fantasy III, Echidna was one of the four guardians in the World yep. of Darkness. And yeah. because they could only use... because Well, I'd say they can only use... They only used four guard, three guardians in World of Darkness before Cloud of Darkness. Echidna was the missing fourth. Just thought that was interesting, Void-wise. Or Dankness-wise. Why did they make Echidna the last one? I don't know, but she's got dead ass. Naga. So she's still. Have you seen that character model? Hey, says says the one that wants a bust of Garuda in his house. Yeah, what the hell, Sly? Like, what's wrong with Nagas, dude? You're fine with like bird people, but not Nagas. Hey, huh? those bird tits were OP. I'm just saying. Uh, you some <laughs> kind of you some kind of furry racist? Not a furry racist. First of all, he would be in favor of. The furries. He wouldn't be furry racist. He would. He would be racist against scales. Does that still count as furries? I mean, isn't no. that like a blanket category? No, no, no. no. They're completely different things. No, they're completely different things. All right. They don't even have lower halves, really. Then that's probably that's probably why my man here. He's all he's all about them hips. So you know. Uh, so Sly, <laughs> if if you could choose between. Uh, Woman top half, snake bottom half, or woman bottom half, snake top half? Would you choose the bottom half? Yeah, I'd choose the bottom half. <laughs> choose the bottom half, like, like, like a snake from the waist up. No, no, I choose the snake from the waist down. You choose the snake from the waist okay, down. Okay, yeah, that's not yeah. what you said, though, so. That's not what you said. <laughs> God, that's so funny. Uh, I was, because I just imagined, like, a rattlesnake, but without the rattler, just the top half, just the... I was the... just imagining, like, like a mermaid, except, like, upside down. It's just got, like, a big fish body with, like, human legs. <laughs> Slides like... I feel like I've seen that in an episode of Spongebob. So like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, the next thing on the list, Thordon Extreme. Yeah, let's get Sing, A.K.A. The Minstrel's Ballad, Thordon's Reign, A.K.A. Singularity Reactor Hard, A.K.A. Singularity Reactor Extreme, because they couldn't fucking decide what to call it. All of those names apply. I don't have to ask at this. So Sly, did you try, <laughs> did, did you try the fight? I did. How'd you do? Uh, roughly around 20-25%. From the boss's HP at the start, or like the whole fight? Yeah, like the first group. Surprisingly, we got farther in the... I got farther in a, like a later group. But the DPS wasn't there. We actually DPSed um, Thornton down to about 76-ish before he went and did his own thing. And then all the other knights came out. But, yeah. Yeah. So you've barely seen any of the fight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're going to like the rest of that fight. I bet I am. That's that's a fun fight. Especially because these these are I-205 weapons. We, we were speculating on that for a while. They did end up being 205. Oh, and we forgot to say that for the dungeons that they were 185. They were 185. So what you're saying is all my all my predictions were correct. Just want to hear you say it. You predicted 205, though, didn't you? Yeah, I did predict 205. No, 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 I mean, but for the dungeons, 185. For the, for the dungeons, yeah, he's right about that. Yeah. 
Just wanted to hear you say it. Just wanted to hear it out loud. I'm gonna put that in my. I'm gonna keep that in my heart. Okay. Um, yeah, you'll have it on YouTube too. So yeah, I will. Go. We'll all have it. We'll all share this moment together. Yeah. This is probably the hardest extreme primal they've made. Good. I was hoping so. I say that because it is very mechanically heavy. Sly, you haven't beat the fight yet. Don't give me that. Yeah, I don't know. Is, is the comparison in difficulty they were making in the last live letter to uh, to turn nine? Is that fair? I feel like the mechanics are very make it make it kind of fair. Um, yeah. If because one thing turn, I I feel like that wasn't so much it's similar in difficulty to turn nine, more so it's a reminiscent fight of turn nine where it's like oh okay. you have you have x y and z all happening at the same time deal with it mm. you know they were also saying that there's going to be that the dps check is subsequently going to be fairly low do you think that the majority of the player base will agree that the dps check is low? nope i do not think they will agree i don't i do not think they will agree i think a lot all of right. groups will get to sacred cross and i think a lot of groups mm -hmm. will get to the comet circles and immediately disagree with that it's not a hard <laughs> dps check it is a hey it's not a you have to beat the fight in this time therefore all of your actions need to be precise it's mm. right now you better fucking kill this because otherwise you're gonna die <laughs> they give it like hand of well, pain on a lesser scale and yeah. see the thing well, i the guess thing... any dps check is a hard dps check for some people yeah. and the thing about a dps check is with this i really don't feel like it's a dps check it's more of like hell if we keep everybody alive we'll probably meet the fucking check because i don't like mm. in each of the groups I don't, I don't think dps was a really a problem we could have probably like beat the dps check it's just the mechanics in between is what's killing everybody when you have no tank to tank the other knights to kind of separate them and when you have when you have really not a lot of dps left because they couldn't um, dodge, dodge mechanic either. Yeah, yeah, you're not. So, so like you were pugging it, right? Yes. So when you go in with your static, how long do you think it'll take for you to clear it, have it down and farmed? Probably not that long. Probably, I'd say. I'd say a couple I, of hours, I, couple of nights. I'd say a raid night, which is like two hours. One raid night, okay. Yeah. And and to sort of compare what what part of uh, what part of floor three you want at the moment, where are you hitting there? Hand. Okay. Not, not right. hand of pain, like the actual grabby hand. He means cascade too. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess that gives the people in the chat some sort of idea where they might be, how they might find it. So, do you think that the way they were talking about this being like good mid core content for people who are stuck on floor three, how much do you think you're going to get out of it? I think it's a refresher. I, I really think it's mm. a refresher. Um, whereas A3 for a lot of people is just bang head here a mm. hundred times per night. Mm. Repeat, rinse and repeat every raid night. Whereas so this is going to be like an ego boost. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gonna actually going to be a See, pretty, you can't kill something. <laughs> you can't kill something that's really challenging. <laughs> you can do this. Mm -hmm. You can do this. I promise you. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's... Um, it's just that it's really an ego boost and it mm. um like i i like the difficulty i like the difficulty uh i think i can agree with what they said that anyone who's cleared savage period will will um will be able to handle this thus happy cleared um 
Yeah, so people who are stuck on A3, they'll, it'll provide some challenges. It's providing some challenges for me. I mean, then again, I went in with pug groups. Um, mm. But I think in one raid night, we can clear it. Okay. I think for statics, so we, I can We've beat... got that on paper. Oh, no, I, I'm going to write it down for this for sure. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I think for raid groups that have beaten A1 and A2, they'll find this to be slightly more difficult. Okay. The, act, the actual stepping stone between two and three. Between two and three. Okay. So a lot you of think people this were is... complaining there was a big jump there, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah. So you think okay. this is where they should have put, this is what they should have put. This is A2 between... and a half. A2 much. and a half. Yeah, pretty much. If, and I agree with some a statement <coughs> that it does have more mechanics, but they're all mechanics you're so familiar with. Yeah, everything, I feel like they've thrown everything that we've all, well, well, not really everything from just 3.0, but everything from T9. So, as far as what I can see, T9, uh, T13, shit you've seen from the vault, other bosses. Like, yeah, it's just I, a lot of stuff we've seen. I just think it's more important, and <coughs> again, somebody points this out in the chat, to take away not the weapon, but the experience of beating this mm. fight. Mm -hmm. Because it is not very DPS heavy, which will may, which may give people the false impression that they are all set for A3. We beat this, we're all set for A3. It's a lot more forgiving in a sense. You can stop DPSing to do mechanics and still destroy the DPS checks if you're if you know what you're doing. Example: We had we had never used a DPS LB in our clear. We only used the healer LB3 because the mechanics were so fucking annoying. We were sacking people to them. It's that annoying. It's really fucking... It's it's not undoable. It's just so annoying. It's like, just you go die just over there. Yeah. You fucking go die over there. If, if if anybody right. more than that guy dies, we're, LB, we're healer LB3. Pretty much. Oh, and that's going to be what I recommend. I'm seriously going to recommend people that, sacrifice a people to a mechanic. Wasn't that like um, Ravana for a while? For a minute yeah. there? That's people, would just, people just sacrifice two people when you got the final liberation. Because they were like, fuck it. Nobody does this shit right. It kills more people. Just kill them. Just let them die. Let them take the buff a second time and just draw it away from the group. It's better that we that they only they die than we fuck up trying to do the mechanic properly. I have a feeling that's going to be a big thing here. People are going to sacrifice people to mechanics. So you say you say take away the experience rather than yeah. the weapon. Are there mechanics in Thordown that are reminiscent of or sort of translate to Floor 3? I don't think there's too much to translate floor three other than um, identifying a tether target, perhaps, right. and uh, moving out of AoEs, like, fast. Right. So how much are you really taking away from it? Is is it literally just a, a psychological thing it's to, a psych to get over like that? It's a psychological thing. Just don't think that I have these weapons, bam, I'm good to go for three and mm. four. Look at that fight. Okay. Look at look at how you look at how to approach it. Look at how you learned it, and then take that knowledge and apply it to the next fight. It is a it is a step in between two and three. Treat so, it like mm. a step in between two and three. Psych training, basically. Okay. Okay. Um, that being said, I think it is the best extreme primal they've made, by far. Mostly because it is a combination of most of the fights in the game up to that point but in an interesting fashion. One of my favorites... By far. By far. I think this is... Wow. This is a, uh, this is worthy of the title Extreme. Like, Leviathan and wow. Shiva, I do not feel were worthy of the title Extreme. They were harder. What about Ramu? 
Ramu for me, I fucking think Ramu is a snore fest. I go, I go, ta I used to go tank wow. on that fight. I, I would agree go, with that. I would I go tank that. on that fight and be like, so I just have to grab three orbs every forty seconds. Good fucking job, guys. We win. Like, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was Ramu's that was how that fight was for me. It was just, oh, I can only stand on the inner circle. Okay, fantastic. Oh, okay. So this kind of begs the question in terms of, well, not just primals themselves, but, well, yeah, primals and EXs from here on in. Do you think there will actually be some kind of, you know, progression from here on in? Because, well, the last primal we had was what? Ravana? And this is legitimately difficult. Like, in 3.0, there is an actual primal progression. Bismarck's easy. Ravana's slightly more difficult. And then this yeah. is more difficult than Ravana. So it's, we're actually seeing a primal progression whereas in 2.0 you it was all you have, over the place it was all over the fucking place and you didn't know well, was, what you were gonna what you were gonna in get 2.0 next. we kind of had that for the first three and then people started complaining that it was really too difficult, and that's why it ended up all over well the no place. i think he's referring a lot of people got past garuda got stuck on titan then demolished ifrit yeah that's what it was mm -hmm. and then yeah. then what what was it uh moogle mog Mugumog, everyone hated, but Leviathan, most people blew through. And then you had mm -hmm. Ramu, everyone got stuck on, but people had no issue with Shiva. Yeah. But I don't think... I, here's the thing. I have that feeling about all raids. You can never look at it, oh, it's the second one, therefore... You know, it's a continuation of the one before it, therefore it is more difficult. Because that was, that was true maybe with first coil to second coil, but it didn't show from second to third. And not every raid that comes... Like, that's like assuming then Alexander has... that. They all have to keep getting harder and harder. They just have to be different. So, do you think that they should be harder? Would you prefer them to be harder? If they, well, I mean, there's there's always that thing that like you know, particularly for us as raiders, we want things that kind of push us to be better players. And if we get a content patch like we did with Final Coil that is in many ways less difficult than what we were doing before, it's kind of a little bit, you know, you're just like, oh, what do I do now? I'll put it in this perspective. Um... We want challenging content, but at the same time, we want it to be fun. Mm -hmm. Hell, um... Nights is fun. Uh, Nights is fun. I'll give you that. But in comparison to A3, what did we go back and do? And albeit we did this unsynced, and it was still fun. I mean, it was slightly difficult. It's not going to be as difficult because you're doing unsynced, but, like, second coil, um, second, um, coil, um, extreme. Not extreme. Savage. Mm -hmm. Savage, excuse me. Thank you. Um... Yeah, you didn't find it, that fun. I found it fun. We found that fun. It that like that shit was actually fun to do. You know, it like just trying to figure it out, working it out through your um with everyone there, clearing it. That's fun. That's fun. It's challenging yet fun. A three is just punishing. <laughs> really, I fucking not, not, love A because I agree. I agree that it's a fucking nightmare. But I've never had so much fun raiding. I think A3 Savage is their best fight ever made, bottom line. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely 100% agree I with think, that. I think I think that saying. I don't think that difficulty and enjoyment are like mutually exclusive now, things. I think you can have a a fight that you will absolutely want to tear your dick off doing and still really enjoy and find it fulfilling. Now, don't or maybe I'm just a masochist. I don't know. Don't get it twisted. I don't want them to nerf this. I don't want like I don't want them to nerf this. No, I know all. that's not what you're saying. I know that's yeah. not what you're saying. Yeah, I want to actually legitimately clear this fight, clear A4. Say we did mm. it pre any pre any nerfs. 
if they're but it's about the ends justifying the means for you like you're not enjoying it now you're just going to have thought it a valuable experience when it's not that it's not even that i'm trying like doing this you know just for gear i mean the gear's good um most of like a lot of us are doing this mainly because of the challenge we Mm. You're probably there for the gear. Coming back to our savage discussion. Sorry, <laughs> that's fine. It, it has it has to do with Knights of the Round and where it stands in terms of yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, like a lot of us are doing this just like I would say just for the thrill. Like we like the difficulty. We like a challenge. Therefore, we're mm-hmm. going to take this challenge, and it's mm-hmm. going to beat our ass over and over and over again but we still like it because of the challenge. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same with um, Thornton, even though it's a little less difficult. I think, I Go think on. if I had to put it was like a micro version of it. Yeah. If, if I had to put my order of my favorite fights, it would be a three Savage followed mm-hmm. by turn nine Savage followed by turn mm-hmm. nine itself, followed by Knights of the Round. Wow. That's Turn where me. I would. That's where I would put it. The only and I honestly, Knights of the Round, I think might even be more fun than Turn Nine. Um, I only, I haven't oh, done I'm it really enough. To, to, I haven't. You know what the problem is? <laughs> we beat. I we, love Turn Nine. The problem is, is that um, we went in with two ten weapons. So if they, even if we mm. drew this comparison to, to, to Turn Nine, it being equivalent, I didn't get to experience it from the level of well, I'm still working on gearing up this patch and I need to clear the fight. It's all right. Well, I have all the gear, so let's go fucking destroy King Thornton in a couple hours. You know. Yeah, but you're not that far ahead of the people it's being targeted at. People that are, are on a three having a two ten weapon sort of going having that two ten weapon is a pretty big deal going into uh, that. Oh yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose yeah. that's true. That's good um, point. and on top of that, uh. Let's just say this. We had so much DPS, we skipped two phases. The ten, it's a 10-phase fight. He died on his eighth phase. Mm. After the 10th phase, Shit. I believe it's over. You're, like, it, you're dead if you don't kill him by the end of the 10th phase. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like... And I'm talking about like people dying left and right. Like the dragon died in the first phase. The, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, people dying. We having to use a healer LB3. And like a completely sloppy forgiving. fight. So I think it's pretty forgiving. I think it's not forgiving mm-hmm. to the point where there's a 400 damage DPS that's going to clear the fight, but mm-hmm. I, I, it's a fairly forgiving fight. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, I loved it. I loved the mix of the mechanics. I give the fight a 10 out of 10. It's a high, it's it's a high note for me. I don't think we'll ever get Shit. another extreme primal like it, and if it is, it has to be exactly like it, or it just won't compare. Shit. I can't rate. I can't rate it just yet. Yeah. And also, going forward, I think every other primal will reward a weapon in between SO, in between Tomestones and Savage. I'm going to lay my prediction on the table here. Next primal drops okay. to I-220 weapons. Next Tomestones are I-230 weapons. Savage upgrades to I-240. Prim- two primals from now, I-235 weapon. I put my, I'm, okay. I'm, putting, I'm putting my prediction on the table right now. I'd second that. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I can't really, I can't really disagree with that. Main, main reason: Bismarck I one seventy five, Ravana I one ninety, Thornton I two hundred five. Fifteen item levels each time. At this point, it's consistent enough for me to think it's a pattern. Mm. Yeah. And Square Enix, they love their patterns. They love their patterns. They love their circles. <laughs> There's a lot of circles in this. More circles than any other fight. <laughs> A lot of circles. 
Fucking Circle Enix. Circle Enix. Uh, the irony. So, next on the list, the Diadem. Which I wish I could call the Diadem, but I have been educated that it is the Diadem. I hate that name. I hate. I Why? now hate the name of this place because it doesn't sound right to me. Doesn't sound right to you. Yeah. D like, Diadem flows off the tongue. It's like, oh, yeah, the Diadem. Whereas it's like when I say, oh, yeah, the Diadem. It's like... It's just that lazy joysy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, what do you fucking <laughs> know, eh? All right. <laughs> what do you know about the fucking Diadem? Uh, don't do that. Don't. That was bad. No. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> it's almost as bad as you're Australian, was, isn't it? No, that was your... If you're an Australian who immigrated to New York and you've been there about 18 months, that's about what you sounded. I'm trying to pick oh, it up. Oh, all right. That's no, nice. that's not I'll a good that. thing. That's that's the awkward in that's the awkward in between period where you haven't quite adopted it yet, but it's getting to you. I'll fucking take it. All right, the diadem was quite interesting. I have to say, I learned a lot about that zone, and that zone A is fucking huge, and B has a lot of shit going on for only nine parties, and is dangerous as fuck for gatherers. <laughs> Sly. <laughs> okay, let me let me start off with the actual size of the zone. What like and I like that it's a large zone. But what really trips me is all right, take for instance compare the diadem to uh Curtis Western. If you were just to go straight up, like straight vertical from where you're standing, where your chocobo is or whatever flying mount you're is you're on. Um, you would stop really fucking quick. You would hit the ceiling really fucking quick. It doesn't feel like there's a fucking ceiling to hit in this zone. Like there's like, there's more verticality to like a lot of these places, and you have to do a lot of up and down to get everywhere. And I, I think that was that well, was kind of a clouds is like that. Sea of clouds isn't that bad. Really, like, it's worse than the sea of clouds. It's worse than the sea of clouds. I, I mean. I think like, it feels think worse because there's less islands. The islands are not very grouped together. Right. They are quite yeah, they, far they're apart. spread. They're spread out, but at the same time, so it feels kind of empty, does it? Yeah, they're spread out, but some of them are stacked on top of each other. But you have to like climb a considerable amount to get to that next island that's you know stacked. And the, and the uh, map doesn't really do a good job of telling you, like, what's up, what's down. I mean, you have to zoom in on your map to see exactly what, it, what is what. But, yeah, that's the one thing that really tripped me out about the diadem was the verticality of every place. Like, smaller islands that really didn't have much were just, so, like, high, so high up for no damn reason. And then, you know, all, most of the larger islands were low. Some of them, some of the larger islands were really, really high. Um and the gathering thing okay <laughs> i get what everybody's saying all right pre basically we had this conversation before the show oh yeah started. we did we had this conversation mm. a lot of people in my chat were saying the same thing y'all were maybe you should listen to us in i your chat don't and know everyone else that thinks you're no <laughs> no fuck it we wouldn't have stealth for no goddamn reason like in the the hey, Sly, Sly, Sly. Did you find any gob walkers up there? No. <laughs> Should have found me then. I was flying around on mine. <sighs> but see, here's the thing about, like, most of the nodes there. Like, for, in term, in, for example, I was doing mine. 
like most of the nodes are stuck right next to an enemy. Like an enemy is in spitting distance of a node. If you can kind of like, you would have to actually like just kind of inch your way towards the node and just hope and pray that you're not in aggro distance. Or that it doesn't mm. turn around. Yeah, yeah. or that it doesn't turn around. If it turns around, hurry up, get your, get your shit and leave. It will one-shot you. Yeah, it, and, and that's the thing. Um, a lot, okay, a lot of times what you're going to, what a lot of people, what a lot of parties are going to end up doing is completing the objectives. You know, make sure you can complete the objectives because I don't know what happens if you don't. Uh, um, so if you don't, completing the objectives nets you, I believe, uh, a certain amount of SO at the end. You get a, mm-hmm. uh, well, you get, just get ESO as soon as you complete the third objective. Okay. You don't have to do it. If you don't need ESO, there's no point in doing the objectives. Eh, still, free ESOs. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, after everybody completes the objectives, it, I feel like people go about their own way. It, it, now, now, I went in with a, with a um, duty finder party. And it might be different for an FC, but a lot of duty finder parties, and maybe a few FCs, after you clear those objectives, people are going to go their own ways. And, for instance, the caves. You can fly anywhere but the caves. Once you, fly, once you try to put a flying mount in a cave, it sits you right down. Now, if everybody's already... If, like, if you have a few uh, of your party in there, and you're by yourself, even as a battle class, well, maybe as a tank, you'll probably get right back in join up your friends but as any other battle class in hell like any other battle class or any other disciple of the land you're not getting back in there those enemies are usually they have they have fucking bouncers in those fucking caves they're right there and they will one crab the fucking thank you (laughs) that fucking crab like you try to even get back in or just run past it it's a one shot and if he doesn't get you the two other crabs behind him will that's what we wanted, though. Isn't that great? That that you sort of feel like you're actually under pressure, and you feel like you know there's some danger, there's some risk, rather than just being like, I can just stealth it, whatever. Fuck it. No, it, it just feels like uh, I want to get back to my friends. Crabs like. Well, your friends shouldn't have left you in the first place. Are they really even is your name friends? on the list? The crabs uh, like yeah, is your name on the your list. Your friends are. Your friends are. Um. Okay. What I want to actually talk about the DDM is. Fuck it. I'm just calling it the DDM. I don't care. Uh. The Notorious Monsters. We discussed and Sly said it's going to be a shit show. Everyone's just going to claim shit and not tell anyone. It seems that they realized that would be an issue and they uh, said, nope, that's not how it's going to be here. And they basically did the hunts the correct way. There's objectives you can do to spawn fresh marks and the fresh mark spawns a Notorious Monster. You will only benefit from more people coming to your Notorious Monster. Because everyone doing damage is getting credit. Now, that's yeah. not to say you should sit there and wait for everyone to get there. Right. But the monsters have so much health, someone can fly from the opposite side of the zone and get there before it there's before there's a remote chance that thing dies. Now, in terms of the drops, yeah, people are still going to claim their own shit. Like, it... Now, FCs don't have this mindset, but duty finders will. I, I'm going off of the duty finder experience. Um... It's basically, it's greed only. So the mindset of everybody is, you know, greed. You might as well greed on it. You'll get, you can trade it in for, um, what we call it? Not seals. Um, what are they called? The 
the currency. Spoils? Spoils, thank you. There you go. Yeah, you can trade, like, greed on everything. You like Even if it's not yours, you can trade in them for spoils. Which is such a bad, like, it sounds so wrong, in all honesty. It's definitely going to be rough for people in the duty finder. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, That's I, kind of the point, isn't it? Yeah. That it's easier if you have your own company, your own airship or whatever. I, I think that if you made it sort of a one-to-one experience and people would be like, why did I build this airship and level it up? You know what I mean? Honestly, like I, I think it's fair that there's a bonus there. Honestly, what's going to be interesting to me is... Do you feel like it's a penalty now? I I don't necessarily think it's a penalty. I think it's just a boost for a free company. Like it, it's a benefit yeah. for being a member of a free company. Uh, that being said, uh, Elysium screwed up and we can't go in. We can't go into hard mode for another two days Why? because you, you need to you need to unlock you it. You fucking what? You need to unlock it via voyages first. Um, and so Ew. our voyage didn't go to the right place. And some oh, people so no. some people have done hard mode. Some people haven't. But some of those notorious monsters, so the enemies themselves aren't really all that challenging in terms no. of mechanics. What they'll usually do is they'll start very basic and they'll move into a rotation. And depending on the boss, that rotation can either absolutely demolish you if you're not careful, or it could just be a little bit of damage. I think the Brachiosaur is currently the best example of an enemy that will fuck you sideways if you don't if you take it too lightly. Yeah. It is definitely inspired from the earlier Final Fantasies. It has Meteor which is guaranteed to do, before mitigations, 90% of your health. Um, if you can mitigate Jeez. it, you can mitigate it, but uh, if it's unmitigated, it will do 90% of your max health. Um, then he picks people to spam AoEs on, and then he cleaves a tank for like 7k. Um, and then he does this random bullshit where he blinds you, and it's like minus 500 accuracy. Like, I missed like 10 global cooldowns in a row. On him, paralyzes, slows. He's so annoying. But that's all he does. He just rotates between meteor, cleave, AOE, AOE, annoying meteor. Like it just kind of sounds like a Final Fantasy Eleven boss, doesn't it? Well, even Final Final Fantasy Eleven boss, somewhat random. Like it was like I have enough TP. What the fuck do I want to do? Ah, sure, this ability Mm. eight times in a row, RNG. But ultimately, uh. The zone has a structure to it, and people will, I believe, soon find an optimal 210 farming route. Because mm-hmm. what you can do is you can go to an area, identify whether or not the notorious monster is capable of spawning by killing some enemies in the area and looking for messages. And if you get a good message, you can keep killing until it spawns, and then shout to the entire zone, Hey, we spawned this, get over here. Or you can... Uh, there are things like you can touch a buried coffer for extra benefits. There's red script materials there. There's clusters there. There's new gathering material. There's new uh, you know recipe items there. I think ultimately, a zone does what it tries to do. It gets you farming with people to try and get loot. Assuming you can get in with people who don't just run away all over the place. Yeah, and, and like like I was saying, um, I think you you'll probably get that experience in the duty fighter rather than an fc experience even though i think a lot of people will kind of maybe venture out and you know explore a little bit now an idea that i really really thought should have been in place and it's kind of tough to do but the diadem it's one map it's one central map a i was kind of thinking and hoping that this would be like a random random generated map every single time Fine. just a start point is random yeah between like just, three or four start points yeah just the start points random it's just 
that that's it it's still the same map yeah so what's what's interesting though is if you go in with an alliance you're you'll likely be separated at the entrance even though you're you technically went in as a group of 24 uh, you'll you'll be separated into three sets of eight, and you may mm -hmm. not end up in the same zone until you get your ether currents. Yeah. yeah. So it requires the exploration part at the beginning. Most people just run past the mobs, get the ether currents, because you can drop aggro by changing to another island, and then you fly around, gather, and then occasionally get together and try to spawn a boss. Usually you kind of set those things aside. Uh, it seems it's going to be the way to go. And if you do it right, you should actually, even on easy and normal, be able to get a fair amount of 210. Based yeah. on the paths that I, I've already started uh, looking at. Based on where Brachiosaur spawns and, and uh, Bacillosaur spawns are. So what would you say is par for the course in terms of getting um, 210s? If you're brand new in there, you'll probably get 2 or 3. If you have no idea what you're doing, your odds are you'll get 2 or 3. Um, I'm talking about golds. Silvers yeah. and bronze, you probably get whatever. Um... If you know what you're doing, you could probably get upwards even on easy and normal to like 10, 11 golds. Uh, that's with zone cooperation, though. Like, that's, as a party of eight, that won't happen. As a bunch of people running around the zone doing it collectively or even just you spawning and then communicating to the zone, you should be able to farm pretty adequately. But that's not 10 or 11 per person. That's 10 or 11 for every, that to for split everybody. between every, all eight people. And even then... I've seen some complete garbage stats, and I've seen some fucking amazing stats on these items thus mm. far. Like, I saw an I-210 piece that had, like, 36 determin like determination and, like, 25 crit. And then I've seen ones that have, like, the god-tier stats that are, like... Jeez. So a lot of people are saying that um, that's kind of that's kind of bullshit. That's like unfair somehow that there's so much two ten stuff dropping here. It's, it's not. Do you think that's reasonable? You don't think it's no. unfair because because no. it's random enough. It thirty six fucking determination and twenty five. Yeah, that's, crit? that's bullshit. But it, that's not like an outlier. That's pretty sort of standard. You that's pretty sort of standard. Like that. Okay. It's it's pretty much it's going to be one of those situations where people post on Reddit, "Yo, you'll never believe what I got," and it's just one of those yeah. god pieces. And it's because you also have to remember the appearance is random which i want to touch on really quick as well um so like we were seeing like diable daystar stuff for example like leg pieces we saw um the pvp dragoon legs drop as one of the appearances um so there's quite a variance there i would say that i will say though they screwed up one thing about the armor you can't glamour it you have to mm. wear it outright because it comes pre-glamoured and you can't glamour okay. something that you can't glamour an item that is glamouring an item. That's so interesting. You, so you have to wear the pink gear uh, in order to get the appearance from it. So mm. what if somebody gets a complete set from the diadem? They're going to be mismatched as fuck. Yeah, they're going to be mismatched, and that's the hilarious part. They're going to be wearing fucking. They're, they're going to have godly stats, but they'll be mismatched as fuck. They'll just look so ass backwards that's yeah. awesome though then then you're like really sort of uh paying the sky pirate you're like look at all this shit i found <laughs> see there you go somebody got dread a dreadworm body that was like died or something like a dreadworm body jeez that's yeah. hilarious um do you think do you think we'll be getting a situation so if we can get like you know 25 or 30 dead on pieces do you think we'll be getting a situation where some players that don't really understand secondary stats are going to be in like full 210 but doing People are you gonna know, cheese like item level. Seven hundred, six hundred DPS. People are gonna cheese item level requirements. Uh, using yeah, but this gear. more more than that, it, 
like, is it possible for these two ten pieces to actually be Good. mathematically inferior to, you know, like a 180 piece oh, or something? Um, I guess I'd, I, I, I think main stats alone, no, because the difference is right. bronze. Bronze is I-150, silver is I-180, uh, right. gold is I-210. I think the main stats alone make that a non-possibility considering the I-180 stuff. While it also can have good stats, also can have complete shit stats. Um, mm -hmm. my eye is like really bothering me for some, well, it's not even bothering me. It feels like I've got like an eyelash stuck between my eyelashes. It's not even touching my eye. <laughs> it's just bothering the hell out of me. Um, so if it's up, if it's an upgrade, you know, if you've got like a, if it's a fair upgrade. upgraded piece and you're upgrading to 210 and it's got say like accuracy and parry and you're a dragoon, do you think that's still going to be better than the, the I 200 piece that you're replacing? No. no. Okay. No. Not right, so it's something that people are going to have to be really aware of. It would have to be replacing something that is far inferior in item level. And even then, you'd look kind of stupid wearing it. Since when did you give a shit about that? <laughs> I mean, like, Looking wearing stupid. something with 25... And here's the thing. You could get a piece that literally only has 25 crit and the decks and vit. Like, yeah. 25... It doesn't even have two off stats. You can get fucking spell speed on monk gear. Ugh. That's hilarious. Yeah. So <laughs> you're going to see Reddit filled with, look at this garbage, and holy shit, I can't believe I found this all over the place. So there's going to be a lot of people like getting shit going in Party Finder and Judy Finder and, and having a sort of 210 chess piece with absolute garbage stats. Right. And defending it and people going, no, fuck off. Yeah, pretty so, much. What, so what do we call them? Some monks now? Awesome. Awesome. What? I didn't hear what, what he said. I said, what do we call them now? Summonks? Summonunks? 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 Yeah. <laughs> With the spell speed. With yeah. the spell speed. Yeah. I, yeah. How, 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 how long were you yourself? thinking about that? Yeah. <laughs> Summonunks? Did you come up with it by yourself? Yeah. No, I got to I got to bed around 2, 2.30. All right. Grade. Oh, Sly. Um, I would like to say, by the way, just to add, those caves were fucking amazing. When you actually go into them, they're really fucking cool. You can get lost in some of those caves. No, you can't. Some of them are pretty fucking. Like I think I went in all of the caves, and I think it's really just a loop. You're a loop. <laughs> Thanks. No, yeah, a lot of them do loop around, but uh, they kind of—it's almost like they give you a sense as if like it's a big, big place, and you're like, "Wait, I just—that was a circle." If I go this way, no, I came from that. Oh shit! <laughs> and you could spawn. You could spawn a brachiosaur in a cave. Yes, that did happen. Oh, shit. And I was wondering, like, why the fuck is he at the entrance of the cave? Why is he on a floating island in the first place? I knew you were going there. You're Am I the only there. one who finds Fine. it strange? Am I also not the yeah, only you're one? You're the who... only one who finds it strange. No, no, no. All a different that, thing. Plenty of shit in the sea clouds that don't have wings. Am I the only one who finds it strange that the only enemy that, other than King Behemoth or Behemoths in general, that can cast Meteor is a dinosaur? Is that not ironic? That might be related. Remember that um, Behemoths are supposed to be uh, descendants I'm, of. Mahomet I mean the fa I mean the fact that dinosaurs were wiped out by meteors and they gave this one a meteor. Ah, yeah, that's hilarious. That is, that is irony. It's quite iron. It's quite, I mean, I understand he had the ability in Final Fantasy IV, but I think it's really fucking hilarious that they gave a Brachiosaur yeah. a meteor. It's like, well, that's great. I might as well take <laughs> out my own race again and kill you while I'm at it. 
So you think there's some subtext there? You think he's the last Brachiosaurus for, for a particular reason, and he's, like, committed some kind of Brachiosaurus genocide? I think he's, he's trying to like, find Littlefoot. Yeah? Yeah. You don't think he's a Brachiosaurus Hitler? I'm done. <laughs> Hitlersaurus? No. Yeah, trying to find take, Littlefoot. Yeah. All right, so you gave it a what, time. Sly? Uh, 7.3. <laughs> That's not why the point three. Seven point three. <laughs> Why not a 7.5? Where, where does it lose to... Where does it gain .3 or lose point two? Uh, The point three is from the... From the... um, The gathering stuff that you get. It's actually worth... Pretty good. Uh, okay. Too. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I can't believe... Point three. You yeah. get a lot of, uh, of Red Script stuff from there, too. Like, even just hitting a node or finding a chest, sometimes you just find purified coke. Or like clusters or extra spoils or things like that. So it's pretty, it's got some good stuff there. I'm curious to see how it evolves in terms of the pickup groups. But I think free companies will find it to be quite useful and generally relaxing. It's not something that's that, that, um, you know, it doesn't require a lot of thinking. You can get in there, you can actually use your gatherer without having to worry about these silly restrictions that you worried about all for the red script stuff mm -hmm. and make progress on them. Mm -hmm. Now, the end all be all question. How quick do you think people will lose interest? A month. One month, really. One month. One month. So you don't think it's going to become... Because I was sort of hoping that it would be like a standard thing. You know, you log on, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night to do your raids. And maybe you log on Friday night to do a weekly uh, diadem. That's the hope. You don't think that's going to happen? I, unfortunately, I, I don't think that's going to happen with pickup groups. I think no, that's where no. I think that's where the interest wanes. I think pickup and... groups will quickly decide not to do it. But what's likely is what I'm hoping people will start forming diadem link shells, not free companies, mm. link shells. They can't go in with the free company thing, but you can still organize groups of eight to do the normal think, mode consistently. I don't think people will take it that far. It's people are going to lose. People take it, it that far with hunts. Hunts. That's one thing. But yeah, well, why not? People are, like you said, people are going to lose. Like Happy said, people are going to lose interest in this quickly. Like, but people lose interest in the hunts and the link shells hang around because people suspect that maybe so there's going to be a handful. There's going to be a handful of the community that might want to do this. But in the end, is it really worth it for, like, for example, pickup groups? Mike, how much SOs do you, did you say you get? From? I don't remember. Somebody told me you get forty. I was like, I don't know if I got. 40. I think I'm trying to think because I got 12 from Thornton mm -hmm. and then I did Void Arc and I think that's 20. I don't know how much Void Arc is. It might have been 40. It might have been 40 SOs so for the three objectives. So it's about the same as when you do um, front lines. But, it, but it's, a, it's also a 90 minute event. The idea is you're not only in there for SOs. But people will leave before then people will leave before the nine minutes are up and i think you still can't get them they're getting blacklisted <laughs> yeah probably fuck them yeah absolutely fuck them um i don't know i feel like i feel like they'll keep it relevant i feel like they've they've obviously put a lot of work and effort into creating this system and it is a system that is sort of like you know the hunt's only bigger and better right and for people to get sick of it in a month, that's fine. But it'll become relevant again. It's yeah, got I, to. It's got to be something that they keep updating. They'd be crazy not to. Yeah, I agree with you. They're going to keep it relevant. I mean, probably not the next patch, but the patch after, probably. 
um, mm. at another section of the data mm. or well, a different zone that's not a different zone. the diadem. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that people are gonna sleep on this feature until three point two, and then go fuck. Should have been doing. <laughs> Because they're going to get to the point with the, the new melding system, and they're right. going to be like, right, right. fuck, why did I not do that? I could have been rich. Lazy. So, what um, on your scale, what would you give it? I would give it a 7.5, because I'm fucking normal, unlike some people. I give it point threes. <laughs> <laughs> so, where's, where's the distinction there? Where does it get point two? Uh, yeah. it, got, the point two? it gets the point two because I, it's rela it's relaxing. I actually enjoy the fact that it's relaxing. Relaxing's worth point two. Relaxing's worth point right. two for me. Uh, so Jesus. so you guys have such a fucking arbitrary score system. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm not gonna. I'm not just gonna say this it is doesn't why fit this. Score shit. Oh my god. No, you don't score shit because you feel bad. You're like I don't want to say bad things. It's a nine. It's a nine. It's a nine. Please. Don't it's an eleven point three. Well, he don't give it a point you know three. What? It's just an eleven. Your scoring system. Why do you zero. keep adding point right. threes to everything? <laughs> it's an eleven point yeah, three. I oh, wait. <laughs> I just, I, I, I think the American that judge is strict. I think it's gonna be. More, I think I'll probably score it higher after I tried a little bit more. But this is first impressions. My first impression is seven point five. Okay. Yeah. That's think, reasonable. Yeah. Okay, and now before we get into other features, we have the best thing about this patch, Lords of Verminion. Mm. <laughs> I, I am not going to lie, this is a way better game than I thought it would be. <laughs> really? Really. It's a way yeah, more like up to it, It's a way more micro intensive game than I init I initially anticipated it was pretty much going to come down to Every, people just fuck it. Here's all this shit. Throw it out there. But there's a legitimate counterplay and reactive play and positioning on the map and ensuring that you don't that your units you know that move slow are moving at the right time and moving the units that move fast to get there before the opponent and uh, your side objectives. There's enemies that can protect your structures. Enemies that can destroy other structures quicker. So it's all that exists in games like StarCraft 2, But the game doesn't outright tell you, hey, this thing is. Uh, is this thing is a buster of of uh, whatever it just it deals high damage it makes it good for taking out it deals lots of high consistent damage it makes it good for taking out structures this they literally spell it out for you this is good against these things and make sure and if you have at least four of the similar type around you can do the special abilities I nope. think it is way better than it should be <laughs> I'm not good at way better that. than it should be. <laughs> I'm not good at management. I'm not like I'm not an RTSer. I'm not an RTSer. I haven't played League. I haven't done any StarCraft or anything. Um, it's interesting. I learned the hard way. Um, you know, the Odin Gate Crash. Rush Gates with Odin. Everybody's been doing Odin Gate Crash at the low E at the low Elos. <sighs> it's so fucking funny. I it's easy to counter. I see for me, I've I know enough about it to know I as soon as I saw it coming, I I countered it, but I couldn't mm. beat the guy for the rest of the game because I was so tired from streaming for nine hours at that point. I was like, I don't fucking remember what any of my units do. And that's the only thing, there's information overload. There's so many variants in what the units do that it is impossible for me to pick as few minions as they give you on that hot bar to bring into combat. 
So hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. For people in the chat that haven't encountered an Odin Gate crash, and and you're saying that this is quite a common strategy, how exactly do we counter that? You stop them before they get to your gate instead of letting them just charge your gate. You figure you Odin's are monsters. Just let them do it. Odin's are monsters, so you counter them. You counter them with um with what's it called uh poppets with poppets. Um, right. I see. I can't remember. I no. It's uh, I, I critters. 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 Critters be monsters. Monsters be poppets. Poppets be critters. You counter them. Right. You counter them with critters, and you don't stack all in front of them because all their attacks are cleaves. Right. And you win because they only get to summon two of them. You get six, and then you can always defend. By the time they reach your gates, you're you have extra defense forces because the gate is so close to the base. Yeah. All right. There you go, everyone. Lords of Dominion meta game. But that's the thing. Every game is different like that. Like, if somebody doesn't Odin uh, Odin gatecrash you like that, there are ways to go around it. You don't always have to assume the enemy is going to Odin gatecrash you. Mm. So Now, Happy, you... Uh, I know you're really big into RTS. Uh, I wouldn't say really big. I watch esports. Okay. At yeah. this, what about you? Um... I'm gonna give it a try, but I suspect I'll probably go back and play Blood Bowl Two when I when I feel like playing something like this. So yeah. how how accessible do you think this is to say a person who you know wants to give this a try but has never played an RTS game in their life? It's gonna be pretty rough. It's a lot of information taken in a really short period of time. Really short period of time. So they don't hold your hand that much. Mm -mm. they give I'm... you the tutorial and then they give you a practice match and the npc is stupid in that practice match and then you can start going into ranked immediately mm. which is re I, I didn't go into a ranked game i went into an unranked game i still got odin gate crashed might as well be disco nunu at this point but <laughs> it's just and the game actually went all the way 10 minutes and i only had half my health because that me and the other guy were just like Go, there, you there, me there. Protect that. Go attack that. It, it was like, it was really fucking frantic, and it was a lot of fun. I think they did a better job on it than I ever expected them to do. So, and I'll be all happy. What would you? I give a nine. Whoa. The one, the one off is wow. because it's so much information, and but and you're not really given enough time to process that unless you want to sit down and study all your minions and understand their counters. It's gonna, it's gonna be something that eventually comes down to an RTS pro writing up all the counters in like a spreadsheet or something. Now, hang on, that's that's the same score that you gave to Thornan. No, you, I gave Thornan a absolutely, ten. Absolutely, you did give Thornan a ten. Okay. All yeah, right. I gave Thornan well, a nine. No, that's jeez. I'm li I'm not even ranking it. I, I can't. I, I don't really have a basis to rank it. I, I've tried it. Uh, like you said, it was a lot of information overload. This is coming from a person who doesn't regularly play RTSs. I tried StarCraft a long time ago. This wasn't my cup of tea. Um, this one, you know, I did the tutorial. I did a few of the, like, practice, quote-unquote, missions. Um I was just throwing random shit on the board and somehow some way about a grace of Jesus. I won. Uh, yeah, I can't really rank this for myself because um, I don't have, I don't have it as strong. I wouldn't say as strong as the interest because I would like to actually 
you know, get better at it, but it's going to take a lot of practice. So I can't really rank it. So it sounds like it's going to be pretty overwhelming for a lot of people. Yeah. For a lot of, I mean, there's going to be, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of people that like go in there and do one match and go, what the fuck was that? And, and yeah. see, what, what is... would you, what would you say to those people? Because I mean, like you say, never played RTS before you go in, it's a bit overwhelming. You might have one match and then just decide, no, this isn't for me. Whereas if maybe you'd stuck with it and you had some kind of direction, you could sort of get into it. So would you give them some sort of advice, either of you? My advice, watch a bit of StarCraft. I think that, Mm -hmm. I think that they're missing a a very important system that is needed in games like this. Um, A squad system where you can assign squads of units to a a hotkey and then immediately press that hotkey to only control that unit that way Mm -hmm. you don't have to always drag and say i want these units right here uh which makes the game that makes the game a lot more frantic than it needs to be the constant reorganization of the microplay um i'd say if you're someone who's not an innovator be a follower find someone else who knows all the counters look at them and memorize a few of them Get used to a few good combos, things that can take down Arcana Stones, things that can take down Gates. Stick to those, and you'll probably still be able to beat some of the less informed people. Eventually, it may give you enough interest to move on and start uh, discovering some of the higher tier things. We esports now, baby. So, perhaps speaking of innovators, can we expect some? Uh, no, some I am absolutely. I am absolutely not an innovator. <laughs> like, here's the thing: it's it's not so bad to sit down and look at them and be like, okay, this thing is strong against, because it lets you know exactly what they're strong against. Um, mm-hmm. it's very binary. That being said, there's mm-hmm. so many fucking minions, and there's minions I don't have. Like, then you have people who don't have all the minions saying, "Well, just I'm gonna work with these minions." And then you have the people with every minion in the game like, shit, I have so many minions, what the hell do I do? <laughs> I just want to use them all. You can't, you can't even fit them all on that toolbar. Nope. Nope. Jeez. You have a limited space. It's, but if you can, if you can get good at it, you will probably, it's, it's better than it should be. That's all I'm saying. It's better than it should be. And you gave it a nine. I gave it a nine. I was very impressed with the level of depth and how well it plays now i'm gonna play devil's advocate with both of you because there are a lot of people in the community who felt pretty strong about this hey we've waited how many months and the the biggest thing you're working on in this patch is lords of dominion what do you say to those people okay you don't like it they'll play it simple or give it a try, and maybe you will like it. Hmm. I think I think it's it's perfectly legit to have a debate about that. I don't think yeah. there's an easy answer to that um, because, like you say, there are a lot of people that are not really into it and are not going to be into it and feel like it's a waste of development time. But um, you know, like you say, vote vote with your wallet. I'll you just know, say this: make or break yeah. thing for you. there's a lot of people that think Savage is a waste of time that it only caters to one percent. Why waste mm-hmm. your time on it? The hardcore community turns around and says the casual stuff is a waste of time. There's no sense of achievement. The people who mm. like, you know, people who like Lord of Dominion say it's it's definitely it breaks up the monotony. People who don't like it said I could have had an extra raid boss instead of this. Well, yeah. the only difference is that they're taking a gamble with Lords of Dominion, and those people don't exist yet. Well, we're going to be you know they're not pandering. Somewhere. They're not pandering to to a group of players that play Final Fantasy 14. They're trying to create like a new thing. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that's 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 a difficult one. I think I think it is legit. I'm not going to say to people like if you don't like Lords of Immunion, just shut up and fuck off. Like I say about most things, um, but you know, give it give it a try. I'm definitely going to give it a try. I think you'll I think you'll be pleasantly surprised that the because le- the, tr- the 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 tutorial make you feel ah okay and then you go into the next match like oh whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. okay <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's i i Someone i got that down yeah that's that's what it is that's exactly what my feelings are i give it a nine i like it solid solid piece of content a nine out of whoa okay yeah uh, so then we uh, we're gonna wrap this up with talking about a few other features. Uh, we could just say mudgers are fixed. Uh, you can leave now. I think that the, it by far was the the highlight of. Uh, yeah, I think that was the first thing highlight of the patch. Yeah, let's just say this: there are people who are in Australia that don't have mudger lag anymore. Hang on, let me let me let me try it. I'll I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> what it feels Holy like shit. they did. It's holy hang on hang on hang on <laughs> oh my god oh my god all right i'm switching to ninja <laughs> how did they do that it's magic so what i think they did is they completely removed the animation you know how you have a 0.5 second period to cue something into your uh yeah i think they removed <laughs> the i think they removed the entire 0.5 second cue in so it's just automatic immediately Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's even with people with like 300 MS, it's playing smoothly. Oh as long as, God, so if you have right over now. 500 MS, you'll notice a difference at this point. Oh, I'm so moist. <laughs> Hang on, it's just come off cooldown. <laughs> oh! Oh! Yeah. There you go. All right, I'm done. Sorry, sorry, I'm here. <laughs> it's impressive. I knew I had to say Australia because I knew he would try it immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so good. It's quite impressive that they managed to... Like, all it took was just remove this fucking problem and we're good to go. Highlight. <laughs> Highlight for me. I didn't believe that we were going to do it. I thought it was going to be, like, slightly better. No, it's it's phenomenal. But that's just... That is amazing. Sly, you need to try it, too, at some point. Even oh if God. you don't even need to play the job, just press the buttons a few times, and then that's it. Oh, my God. I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you just had sex. He was sounding like he did. did. I did. <laughs> Absolutely did. Yeah. With, with no lag. With no, <laughs> with no lag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because normally I have to be like, beat. I have to be like, hang on, I need it. I need to do this a little bit slower. Like, is it in or is it out? I can't really tell because you know, there's like a, there's like a 400 millisecond latency here. You know, so I can only go so fast. What are you on? An, what are you on? Friggin' Baumung? You're ERPing over there? What's going on? <laughs> Cause that's the only way you have sex with lag is ERP. (laughs) Can somebody make, can somebody quote that, put it on Twitter? The only way you (laughs) lag during sex is during ERP or something like that. Oh man. Okay. So are there any other uh, features? I guess the Vanu Vanu beast tribes. I don't know how much you guys have dabbled in uh, those quests. Haven't dabbled. dabbled. Finally, something that you haven't dabbled. It's good. It's good. I like it. Uh, I think I no. That's, that's going to be like end game. Um, I think the experience gain is a little bit disappointing. Again, it's the same as a fate, the same as a, a low-level mark. Um, I feel like if it had a bigger EXP boost, it would encourage more people to do it. 
um, because a lot of people didn't do them in A Realm Reborn. Um, and it's a shame because I feel like there's always a slight sort of hurdle with them where it's kind of tedious and trying at start and then you sort of get um, you get a little bit more involved, you get a little bit more attached to the characters and the story and I suspect that it's going to be a good story. And if they incentivized it just even a little bit more, I'd, I'd be stoked. I don't know if... Um, uh, if the mount and the, the sort of piddly bit of experience is going to be quite enough. But it is good that they've done it. It is very, very good that they've done this sort of scaled um, uh, method. I like it. I like I'm it as well. I, I did it on my monk today. That's it. And I'll do it on my monk every day. And then when I level another job, I'll do it on that every day. I wish they'd go back and just treat... Like, I know it's not the same because some of those quests were designed differently. I would like it if they treated all of the old ones like that, including the Ixal. I think they could. Yeah. I, I I can't think of any reason, like story-wise, why they they couldn't um they couldn't scale them. Um, the EXP in dungeons is massive. In case you guys haven't done that, since we we're talking about leveling, uh, I ran a level fifty dungeon. I ran Lost City of Amdapur. Uh, the roulette itself gave two hundred ninety-three thousand. Diabolos gave sixty thousand. Uh, both the other mini bosses gave thirty thousand, and all the mobs gave about two thousand. So about doubled the experience that the dungeon gave. And I'm seeing in the chat Litzor uh, saying that the 3.0 dungeons, 51 to 59, had their EXP approximately tripled. Shit, tripled. Now, I'm assuming that's with no rested way. and armory and whatnot. But even so, they got buffed by... Tripled? Tripled. Yeah, I can't no way. No. Le tripled. I'll believe that when I see it. Le tripled. So What's I'm that? gonna be leveling some jobs at this point. Gerbs? If it's really if it's really on that scale, my rested XP is about to take up. Just I sort of regret leveling as many jobs as I have now. Gubal Library's over a million EXP a run now. So you get the fifty nine to sixty in like three and a half runs, pretty much. Oh my god. So ten K per mop. There you go. Plus boss EXP plus roulette EXP if you get them in the leveling roulette. Holy yeah. shit. So, it's pretty crazy. That's uh, that's a lot. I think the mobs used to be worth 3k each. Or like 4k each. Now yeah, they're worth like 12 to 13. Jesus. So, that's pretty big. Because I have to level like 3 jobs to 60 before 3.2. And uh, now I don't feel like a piece of shit when I go to do it. So, you think it was... Uh, so, do you think this is kind of... Um, what I've been saying like a while back, uh, something to catch new players up to content. I think it's oh, to, definitely. I think it's to more or less may not make it feel like they can't level other jobs after the first one. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. the first job, this definitely makes it easier to not get stuck in the old, uh, the old level ranges. Cause there are still mm -hmm. points in heaven's word where it's like Corthus. You're like, you can't do shit because like it went, it jumped up three levels for some reason in the main story. Uh, so with the new dungeons, you shouldn't feel as far behind. Granted, you're still not benefiting from armory. You may maybe rested, but not armory. So I imagine it's still gonna be quite off. But I, pff, I'm leveling the fuck out of some shit. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> that's what I. That's, that's all I gotta say. Uh, red script items and red and red gatherer scripts were made a lot easier. Both. The red. The, I. I honestly. The the traded items used for the uh, the Splendor vendor, my favorite NPC name in the game. Uh, he's like, pff, 
That guy's rocking fucking materials now. Three times the amount of materials, and on top of that, those materials drop in the diadem, and you can buy them with law. Jeez. So, new recipes. All the old I-180 recipes, pretty easy to do now. Reasonable thing that people may be able to afford coming back, and granted, the amount of time. I'd say it's more or less going to make buying the materials to gear up your gatherers and crafters a lot easier. In red script equivalent material. Okay, red script material, yeah. Yeah, like you're gonna you're looking at red script level shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Simcock. Anyway. Um uh, other features, uh just little tiny feature, but have you tried the um idle cam? Did you have you used it yet? Oh uh, yeah, we we uh, we used group pose and I tried it. The idle cam was fucking hilarious. It, it, it's, it zoomed in on a mob that was moving, and the camera and the, the mob just moved off screen, and I was just looking at nothing <laughs> just for, like, for 20 seconds. What's the shortcut for it? Uh, I cam. Yeah, slash I cam. I cam. <laughs> did, did you find... Did, are you looking at someone's ass? That's happened, too. No, I'm in the gold saucer, and it's... it's, it's oh, Yeah, nice. it locks into nearby NPCs. And yeah, when I was in the gold saucer... Actually, you zoomed in on the Lollapel's ass. Yeah, it does that a little oh, yeah? bit. Yeah, yeah it actually it like zooms that. in on ass and crotch quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Quite a lot. I can get behind that. The group pose also uh, used that during Thordon after clearing that. Uh, that works well as well. There's a lot of quality of life stuff that came in this patch. One thing is still funny. Um, people are like, what are these paladin buffs? What Square Enix, what are you doing? Shield swipe? Come on. <laughs> It was a pretty good buff. It wasn't a great buff, but it was better than nothing at all. It didn't fix whatever. I think it's good. That's something that they've been asking for forever. I think that's great. I also think Paladins are going to find that not only with the new abilities, um, but their uh, their cooldowns are going to be real effective in uh, Thordon. I just, I, mm. I, looking at it, uh, Sheltron, really useful there. Like, really, really useful in Thordon. Bulwark, really useful for certain attacks, Sentinel. All their cooldowns are really good. That fight feels like a fight where I can bring a Dark Knight or a Paladin, and ultimately it doesn't matter that Dark Knight does more damage or that it has the magic defense. They're just, they're there. They are what they are. There's parts where I can say, hey, the Dark Knight is good for this tank buster, and there's parts where, hey, I can say the, the, the Paladin's good for this tank buster. So it feels, if they can reach that balance with Paladin and Dark Knight more... Then just a matter of fact is Warrior's still the best <laughs> the best tank of the three. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. God, if only we could go over everything in these patch notes, because they are plentiful with these quality of life things. The gold saucer challenge log, by the way, uh really good. Didn't really gives you a fair bit. What does it give you like twenty five thousand a day? Twenty thousand five hundred a week. But twenty thousand five hundred. All right. But on top of that, you'll likely do a bunch of chocobo races, you know, get a few thousand from that, do the mini games, yeah, sure. get a hundred from that, sure. bunch of triple triad matches. So, um, mini crackpot. Yeah. And the jumbo crackpot was worth two, over 200 on my server. So it, and it wasn't even the max tier. So it looks like it's going to be pretty hard to lose on investment now with the jumbo. Hmm. Oh man. Oh, and the tenancy for the houses. Mel. Oh finally, yeah. Mel finally got to invite mention. me to her house. I got a mansion. 
I got a yeah. mist mansion. I finally get the trash melt. I mean, yeah, uh, I got a mist house. <laughs> besides my besides my FC house in um, in Gradania, I have a mist mansion, and it was one of my friends who just randomly added me to it. And as soon as I get out, I think I was uh, getting out of the diadem. I check to check to my teleport list, and I see like, mist. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't have a house in mist. Like, <laughs> like, right, he's like, I added you. I added you to the house <laughs> randomly. I needed to add people to the house. I'm like, thank you. Oh, fuck yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Don't forget, I haven't done it yet, but new sighting logs. Thank you. I actually, I know Ethis oh, actually cares about that because Ethis, they I have. I do actually care about that. Yeah, there's, I, I think there's like 21 or something more sighting logs. All oh, with, yes, there. Uh, all with their all, you know, their, their own lore segments, of course. Yes. One uh, one com one complaint I've seen uh, with the new hairstyles and the new dances is that they're very MGP expensive. Apparently, I think the afro is eighty thousand MGP, for example. Granted, I think people. The whole point of the gold saucer is to make you want to play the mini games repeatedly to get. And I think horizons. a lot of people already have that MGP to begin with. With the exception of the rare few that don't go. I mean, I go every now and then. I still got a little bit of MGP stacked. Not enough for a fucking afro. But a little bit. You know, mini oh, it's 80k has... for the dances. My bad. Oh, for the dance. For the twirl? Yeah, for the twirl. Yeah, so get on it, Sly. No. That's all right. I'll log into your character and do it for you. No, I'm good. No, you're not. Not until you have that. Uh, the ability to mount in the Ethernet in Idleshire. And Idleshire did get some visual upgrades too. They are Rowena is building. Yeah, so I'm, she's actually using in. her money or her yeah. resources. She is eventually well, giving going... her the Revenant's toll treatment. It's going to end up exactly the same. By the end of the expansion, there's going to be some massive flourishing. And then we'll move on, and there. Rowena will and we'll update. Yeah, and it'll be place. empty again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, I built we'll this up. Now you NPCs can live here in peace. Yeah. But we'll leave like two useful NPCs here just so people have a K the occasional reason to come back. Revenant's toll is sad now. It's really sad. Yeah, it's not the bustling. We're just leaving all these ghost towns in our wake. I mean, what are they going to do to keep people in that zone? I don't know. Maybe they could like knock it down again and take the shit with them. <laughs> just pick up more. <laughs> just pick up Revenant's leave it, toll. Leave it as a true yeah. ghost town. Just yeah. leave nothing. Leave yeah. nothing. So yeah, well, it's such a waste of all this, you know. And let, let, all the, let all the fauna take over. Sure. Fuck, fucking sure. Aetherite. Like, tear down the Aetherite, too. Because we don't need yeah, that shit. fuck it. So I have, a, I have a quick question. This is this one's more geared towards... It's geared towards both of you, but I'm curious about Ethis. One, there's another mm -hmm. piece of content that we didn't get in 3.1 that's not the animal weapons. Mm -hmm. We did not get the Scholisticate storyline quest. That's right, yeah. And we're getting that with 0.15. We are getting that with 0.15, that which is guaranteed. We are, we, now, that is guaranteed. Are they going to keep doing that? <laughs> Why does the Scholistic get pushed back? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because, um, like I was saying, the, um, the main story felt a little bit brief. We were talking earlier. So maybe it's to have something, you know, in 3.15. To make it, you know, feel a little bit more substantial, keep that interest sustained, I suppose. Um, that, you know, we've been waiting for five months, and then people like you, Happy, have just blown through all the content in a day. Hey, I didn't finish the main story. I didn't finish it all in a day. You, you'll finish the main story within 90 minutes of the, the end of the show. 
No, I'll be asleep uh, within nine minutes of the end of the show. Well, then that's ninety minutes. That. Ninety minutes tomorrow. Ninety minutes after you wake up. There you yeah, go. but but you you know what I mean. I'm pretty sure that that's that's. I don't think it would have been because they hadn't finished it yet. It would have been because they were looking at point one five, and they've maybe only got the animal weapons and a couple of little quality of life things, and they're like, oh yeah, maybe we should, you know, pad this out a little bit. Maybe I don't know. Hopefully, three point one five is you know, an actual indicator of a halfway point this time. I'm actually, I'm at, yeah, I agree with that, and I'm actually really glad that we haven't got the animal weapons yet. Um, and that they did come out the same time of, uh, as uh, all this other content because um, you end up having to prioritize. And if you want to push for your animal weapon, you don't get to do all that other sh shit. Oh, I mean, I would, I would be fine. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I would be fine. Just start it tomorrow. There we go. Done. Maybe I'll do another Zeta just for fun. <laughs> for fun. <laughs> all right, well, for Shane people... For people who like to, you know, pace themselves, I think it's a good thing that we're not getting all of these things at once. Come on. All right. One last thing on the side, and this one's to Sly. Mm -hmm. The hunt has upgrade items. Are you going to do it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but right, Sly, it's up. got gob twines. Ooh. You can get you can get a gob coat. And a gob twine. You get two gob twines per week and upgrade your shit. I can get one from Voidark. Fuck it. No. <laughs> no. One well, from Voidark. you be 210 a couple of weeks from Voidark anyway, won't you? Yeah, yeah I, my right side's yeah, done. My right side's yeah, done. I only need it. three pieces fucking... But you could be done this week. No. <laughs> and then no. you're good. No. What do you think about uh, it being added to the to the hunt again? Because I honestly had overlooked that even I I'd overlooked that even being a possibility. Well, who's who's surprised by it? I'm not. When, once it happened, I wasn't surprised, but yeah. I forgot that it was even a thought. I was like, oh yeah, so it's because everyone's like, oh the di the diadem's gonna be hunt 2.0. I, I was like, what about hunt 1.0? Oh, okay, that's yeah, gonna that's give still fucking thing. still a thing. Yeah, that Gob thing still Gob twine. And the gob oh, dips are great. likely hitting in 3.15 when the relic weapons come. I said 3.2. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, man. 3.15. Yeah, I think I think they'll be in the Void Arc 3.15. And in the hunt. Yeah. But I think no, they'll be 8. No, eight. no, fuck that. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, I think I think for Void Arc though, you'll, the reason why the the thing stacks is not just for inventory, but because you'll need multiple to get a gob dip. Like you can't just use one week's worth of Miyachi farthings to get a gob dip. It'll probably be two weeks, maybe three. Mm. They might they might go that route because they don't want people instantly getting a two ten weapon unless they save the farthings ahead of time. But unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about, I think we've exhausted most of the important points. Uh, point points pints pints. Pints? You want to, pints. You want, you We've want exhausted a pint? all of the pints. We are, we, are, um, we are all quite half full. Three yes. sheets to the wind. We'll come back to a story-related thing with Ethis at some other point, because we know Ethis yeah. is yeah. dying to do it, and then eventually oh, he'll want to do another Eorzivia and make yes. us look stupid. And... Did it and happen? Did what happen? It happened already? No, it did, didn't. What? Did what? Oh, yeah, the uh, Maiden's Rhapsody. Oh, that's right. The Final Fantasy XI event is tomorrow. Oh, I thought you were trying to bait happy there. 
Did what? Did what happen? I, no, no. I wasn't trying. I was trying to see yeah. if it actually happened or not. And I was waiting for like a John Cena joke or something like that. I, no. I, yeah, I'm surprised Happy didn't mention it himself. I remember, I was thinking about it earlier, and then I it kind of slipped my mind. Yeah, the uh, the Final tomorrow. Fantasy 11 event is tomorrow. Yes, it is. Starts. At, it's from Wednesday, November 11th to Thursday, December 31st. Jeez. It is. It is five yeah. six weeks of of the event. Right. So do it slowly. Do you know where to pick it up. Uh, you pick it up in and... the Adventurers Guild in upper decks of Limsa Lominsa. Yep. There you go, bro. 11-11, lucky right. numbers. 11-11, make a wish. But uh, overall, I think that 3.1 has been a positive experience, despite the fact I finished, I literally finished everything in a day. It ultimately feels like the right patch for the people who are in between. Like, I am not an in-betweener. I am the person who blows through this patch. I am content with the fact that I am the person who blows through the patch. I will not complain that I am the person who blows through this patch. That is me. I think for the people who don't, it will have an extended joy factor. Mm. So, And the um, people who do and complain about it? <laughs> and at I, this point, Sly, I don't know how you're going to stream after this because I'm looking at you. I'm like, Sly is going to die. I'm looking at your face, and I'm like, he's not bored. He's ready to pass the fuck out. It's 12 a.m. 12 a.m.? That's what you get for wanting to play Fallout 4 also. That's what you get. It's all right. So on that note, guys, we are going to wrap up the show. Hopefully you guys are enjoying patch 3.1. Uh, take your time with it. No need to go crazy. It'll be there forever. Enjoy Fallout 4 if you need to. You're not missing anything when it comes to 3.1. Not missing anything, but it's not something that won't be there in a week. Just make sure you get this event done before December 31st. It starts tomorrow. So, on that note, let's sign off and head over to Post Show, a.k.a. Uh, going to bed. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, Sly, first of all, where can they find you, my friend? You can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. You can find me on Instagram at Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox 07. You can find me in Behemoth, Plot 14, Ward 5 of the Lavender Beds, home to the Foxhound FC. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. <laughs> you just go that on order now. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh. It's like also because you just glaze you just over. <laughs> You're just like... Yeah. All right, Ethis, where can they find you? And by the way, co congratulations on your internet working for an entire show. Woo! Eh, fuck you. No sharing boxes, goddammit. Yes. And now he uh, has energy. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Um, you can find me, uh, youtube.com slash Uh Twitter is Ethis, FFXIV. Um, what's, my, what's my Twitch? I think it's twitch.tv slash ethosasha. Um, I haven't been streaming much again because i got exams and shit at the moment, but I'll probably be streaming reasonably regularly after another week or two, so look forward to that. And, um, yeah, I'm here once a month, so keep I know I, I, I was getting questions like, Did, what happened to Ethos? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, he hasn't made a video in weeks. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, I, I had the exams. Uh, I had a massive paper. I got really burned out and I got sick. Why, why would they ask you? Why, because you come on the know? show. Because you come on the show. So there Now y'all see Ethis's, um If you haven't noticed by now, and why uh, wouldn't you? You see his Twitter. Ask him. Like, directly. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't nag happy about where I am and what I'm doing. Oh, it's not nagging. It's just like, is Ethis okay? It's like... Look, that's really sweet of you guys. I am still alive. Content is still going to be slow for the next 
uh, week or two because you know I'm coming into the home stretch for my um, my degree and I got some big papers, hey. but I'm still up, still here. It's all good. Hey, degree. Hey. Is it, I was gonna make a joke about having a degree for astronomy, but uh, I lost it somewhere along the way. Yeah, I don't think the moon counts as astronomy. Anyway, so <laughs> nope. On that note. I am your other host, Michael, Mr. Happy Poveroni. You can find me everywhere, Mr. Happy 1227, YouTube, Zaynor 1227. But if you just Google Mr. Happy 1227, it'll probably take you there anyway. So it doesn't even matter. Hope you caught all that because I don't even know what I just said. That's how tired I am. It's just a blur. <laughs> it's just a blur. I'm sorry. I like that song. Out of 10. Out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other way around before it was nine out of uh, now it's uh, out of ten. <laughs> oh man so anyway thank you everyone for coming by we're gonna go over to post show which will probably not last long because as as sly said fuck it we're going to post show i can't even word. <laughs> <laughs> that's it see you next week oh shit see you guys oh, all God. right see you <laughs>